The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. Freely. Oh, oh hey, my man. goodness. Oh, sure, What's up with good. the Niner gear? That's what <laughs> I'm talking crazy. about, Jerry. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. So, That's what I'm yeah, talking about. You sound better than us. Yeah. You hey, sound- I came prepared this time. All right. Oh, <laughs> hey, my redemption. Goodness, man. Redemption, Look man. In the house. <laughs> climate control climate control <laughs> i ain't gotta worry about dropping my phone so so no. jay real quick why you popped in man why you like why you let the audience know why you saying you come in prepared this time what happened last time oh man all right well i know y'all heard him clowning on me so i'll, I'll be honest okay uh never listened to a podcast before damon told me about permission to speak freely Right. Nice, nice. So then when he asked me to become a guest, I was like, okay, I'll call in. Right. I had no idea <laughs> what kind of production this was. Right. So I was like, oh, I got to go somewhere. Cause you know, little Lulu, she find it. She, she, she going to take over. She finds out I'm up here doing this. But, uh, so I was like, I got to go find someplace. So I went, uh, I went someplace on base. Right. And it, it was hot out that day. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I pull up in my truck, you know, and, and I'm sitting there and then I was like, oh man, like they want me to go on video. Like this is legit. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then that, now, now I got to shut the truck off because I don't want the AC blowing and, and, and getting into all the stuff, man. So I, hey, I was unprepared that time. But let me tell you, I have, I think I've listened to almost every episode since it. Like I see now what this is doing. I was like, oh man, like this is a big deal here. So yeah, so yeah, I was unprepared last time. I, you know, I. I I, I just I tried to do it on my phone and it just didn't work. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, now you sound hey, good so, now. Yeah, so if, if you never if you never heard like episode fourteen, like if you're a new listener and never heard episode fourteen, go back to episode fourteen and you're gonna get our reflection of it. Well, we were having a string of bad like yeah. kind of like right. experiences with guests because I don't know if you were the first one or the second. I know it was like two in a row. Like we had, but you know, with your episode, we did it. We talked for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, we had a good conversation, yeah. but you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 man. We, but it, it was—I uh, mean, we. I think it sounded like, like with the crisp sound and everything like that, we probably even going to have an even better conversation. No, no. So yeah. I'm actually kind of glad that one didn't go through, though. I'll be honest with you, because, like I said, I didn't listen to this. You know, I'd listened to like one episode before that, but I didn't realize like what a podcast was and everything. And I was like, oh man, like. It, it, you know what I mean? So like I was, now that I got to listen, I got to see what you guys do. I was like, okay, yeah. Let me make sure I go and, and get the stuff I need and do this do this the right way. So yeah, maybe it was for a good reason there. It's crazy because before you you know even came in just now, I was telling Damon, man, I got hacked on Facebook again. <sighs> you know, it's like the it's probably the second time I got hacked in like two months, right? And <laughs> you know, and I and like I like getting hacked. Like so, if I was to compare getting hacked to anything in the military, it's it's the urinalysis. <laughs> So you know, <laughs> you know how you Random. get you know how you get that email right. you get that email pull like hey you yeah. got your analysis and then when you walk through the peeway, like sixteen people like like hey man yeah. you know you, yeah. you know you got your analysis yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know you go somewhere else you go to the uh, khaki car <laughs> hey man you know you're on a your analysis and that's how it's like you know when you get hacked I get hacked right the first thing yep. I do when I get hacked right what's the courtiest thing you post the, it, yeah, like you hey I'm it. hacked. Yeah. 
I'm, yep. <laughs> I'm hacked. Don't open up no messages from me. Then you get a flood of like other people asking you like, yo, are you, you know, hacked? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm I was hacked, one of those man. guys, man. <laughs> so I, I, I don't even ask the question anymore, man. Like if I see a friend request come from somebody I've, I've been known for a while, I just shoot him a text, man. Hey, you've been hacked, right? Yeah. So, just, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you get those in your, in your little messenger box saying, Hey, open this up. You know what I mean? And you can tell by like the little link that it's a, it's one of those hack links. Hey man, you, you're sending, you're sending spam out. You've just been hacked. So that's yeah. probably one of the most frustrating things in the world, man. I don't know. Every time I get hacked or I get, somebody gets a hold of my information, man, I feel violated, but yeah. Bro. It's, and it's like, yo, so the, the act of getting hacked is already like a hassle, but I think I hate, yeah. I think what I hate more is everybody asking me if I'm hacked, man. Like, <laughs> like, I guess I find solace in the fact that like people care enough to like think that I'm sending them a video asking them like, "Is this you?" Right, <laughs> but, right. Like, yep. hey, is this you in a video? You know, but you know, I don't since know. you guys like seem like you guys get hacked a lot, man. Like, what do you do when you get hacked? What's the what's the protocol? Jay never said he got. Jay never said he got hacked a lot, though. You, you know, you, you, my my Facebook, my Facebook. I don't think I've I don't think I've been hacked. You know, I think once or twice where you just go in, you change your password, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I've been I've been got uh, other ways, you know, like maybe federal account, things like that. Oh, like man. I just I had it. I, I had it happen to me again. Like the day before Thanksgiving. Damn. Right. Like I guess I get this alert on my phone that says, you know, hey, did you just make this purchase for five hundred and ninety three dollars and sixty eight cents at this at this website, right? So of course I'll, I'll text Carlin. I'll be like, Hey, did you just make any purchases? Nope. I'm like, gosh, dang. then I'll open it up and I see, you know, they already got me for like, uh, what was it? I think it was Lowe's, uh, Amazon and like something else. Right. I mean, obviously Navy federal gives it back to you, but I'm like, you, they canceled my card. Yeah. I'm getting ready to travel that yeah. day. Yes. Yeah, now they just canceled my card. I got to go, you know, now obviously they make, they made it easier to get, to get, to get renewed, but still it's, it's just, it's the hassle then. And then you got to go back through and then you got to all your automatic payments you got set up. It's just, it's a hassle, but most parts of me, man, like I just feel, I feel violated, man. But you know, even though you get the money back and stuff, it's still, yeah. it's frustrating. Yeah. I got my identity. But, I got my identity stolen once like actually I didn't. And then they hook you up with like a whole social, my ID app or yeah. whatever, just to make sure it don't, it don't happen again. But Damon, to answer your question about Facebook, uh, you is like now you could go into the settings. They got like privacy settings, and then in those settings, they they got this whole like quiz where they ask you like, did you just yep. accept this person as a friend? Uh, did you just remove this person as a friend? Did you just post this? Any pictures on here that you didn't post? And you just go through that whole like kind of gamut of like everything until you get to resetting your password. And then when you reset your password, it's reset like every. It's, it's actually really easy when I when I went in. I saw the person that like like where they signed in from. They were like from like yep. Brazil or whatever. Oh, so it's cra- and it's crazy that they can send that many messages out at the same time because I can't you know try to promote the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish I knew the hackers like you could use right. this to like send some links out for the podcast, man. Mm. But yeah, so I liken that to like getting the analysis though. Like it's a million people telling you got to do it, man. But right. it's crazy because the moment that nobody tell you got to do it, you fucked. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> like the one day nobody told because I was teleworking. So the one day, like you know, I'm on my way home. I, I was teleworking, but I had duty, so I had to go get the duty phone and the duty bag. You know, like duty, duty on shore duty is like real bougie. You get like the bag, the phone, oh, and yeah. everything like that. So you get the football, yeah, yeah. So I'm on my way home, 
a, like around the corner from my house. And I'm the kind of person that if I make plans, I hate to deviate from them, right? And my man called me, my man Aaron Paul, man. Shout out AP. He called me he like, hey, man, you know you got urinalysis? I'm like, yo, I cannot believe this, man. <laughs> you know, and then CMC hit us up. And now I got a question for you. Yeah, so, so CMC hit us up like, hey, we got a meeting at like, and it's like at some lunchtime, like it's like 1130. I'm like, damn, so I got to find a way to go get urinalysis, you know, and, and when I finally went and get, took the urinalysis, they're like, you senior, man, you could have just told us that you couldn't make it, you know, your wife. I'm like, man, nah, I'm I, like, I always right. think like I want to pass every test. Like, I don't want nobody hitting me up. Like, hey, how come you ain't make the urinalysis? How come you yep. was late for the meeting? So I did all that. But you know who hit me up when I got hacked, Damon? Who that? Our old CEO, man, he was like, and I realized every time I get hacked, he shoot me a message. Oh, you hacked? <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> oh, man. I feel like he's just laughing. And, like, I'm like, yo, I didn't even open up a link. You know, he was like, he was nope. like, he was like, DCCS might be fucking with you. <laughs> first, I was the first person he thought about it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Man. Hey, so <laughs> look, so since we here, then I do got a question for you, Jay, man. <laughs> what you got, man? Yeah, man. Look, man. So, so this this coming from a neutral place, man. You know what I'm saying. But I'm, I think I'm representing my brothers and sisters in the mess, man. Um, why do CMCs think that lunchtime is the best time to hold impromptu meetings? Oh hell no! <laughs> Sorry, man. I, no. So you know what? The only time I'll do I'll do impromptu meetings is if like if there's something now, like our schedule changed now. You know what I mean? Like like something came down now. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know. I, especially in the aviation community, I can't because I got a day check and I got a night check. Right. So if I do, if I do, if I do a meeting at lunchtime, that means I'm bringing in some of these people three hours, four hours early just to do a meeting. Right. So, um, but you know, like if we're underway, something like that, like, and we're all going into the mess to eat, then sure. Let's, 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 let's do why we down there eating, you know? Um, but no, I usually do mine. Uh, so I'll do it on what we call no fly days, uh, where they're training days and then I'll do it right around shift change. Right. So the off going gives up, you know, 30 minutes of their time and then the oncoming give up 30 minutes of their time. Right. But, you know, but I think what a lot of people think is chow time's the easiest, right? Cause yeah. Cause everybody in here already, everybody in there. Right. So that's, that's why I think a lot of people choose that time. Like for me, you know, I would, I would like to do. Like, I think if we do something at chow time, it's going to be more relaxed. Like, like that's going to be the time we're going to bring in a couple of first classes. Yeah. We're going to bring in a couple of, a couple of JOs, right? So we're going to sit there, we're going to break bread and we're just going to talk. Um, but if I'm doing a meeting meeting, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll schedule it around that, but I, I'm with you, man. Like every mess I ever been to on a ship <laughs> everywhere, man. Yeah. Hey, chase meeting 1100. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's I think, do that lunch. I, I think, I think the mentality of that, like I said, is that's probably the best time because that's the time you see the most people in the mess. Right. So I think that's, I think that's the thought process. Well, if I see the most people in here during this time frame, this is the time frame I'm going to do this meeting. Yeah. It's kind of like the no excuse. It's kind of like the no excuse time. Like you go cover here, you you go get yourself a meatball sub. You might as well sit your ass down and let's have a conversation. Right. 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 Hey, so I know, I know that Damon got like a, a story that he, gotta introduce you with right you got like a story don't you damon i always got a story about jay story, man i can go i can go stories i can go hey but before the story though i i got one last did you damon did you do like a like you know like anything for anybody this week as far as like being a good samaritan man 
what, what did you nah. do? What did you do, Dabo? <laughs> well, since you asked, right? Um, I wasn't going to say anything, but since you asked me uh, today, this morning, man, I drove a lady to our apartment, man. You know? So it's 17 degrees outside, uh, out here in Maryland, like the morning, right? So I go, I, I leave the gym early to take, to do some stuff for my wife, right? So here I am again. Doing stuff for people. So I leave the gym early to go get some groceries for the wife, right? So I leave. I'm, I'm leaving the market. And this lady, th- that's funny that a man thinks like it's an accomplishment getting groceries for, for his wife. <laughs> like I'm gloating about getting groceries for my wife. But um, so I leave the market, right? And it's this lady. She's like, hey, are you going that way? And I really wasn't. I wasn't. Whatever way she said, you know, I wasn't going. I'm like, nah. And, you know, and I'm talking to my brother on the phone. I'm like, man, the world is crazy. I like. The world is crazy now. Like, it's like, you have to be cautious, man. And I'm like, man, I don't like want to like put this person in my car, man. Like, who knows? We could get somewhere. Somebody could hit me, you know, upside the head or something like that. And then I like, I, I was like, I'm not going your way. I'm going another way. And I, I watched her walk away, man. And I, you know, I went, you know, in my car and I'm like, I got a passer. Like I had to pass her. And I'm like, I just stopped. I'm like, Hey man, like, you going over like to the apartments over there? She's like, yeah. It was seven. And then when I looked at the temperature, it was 17 degrees, man. She had like two bags. And they weren't light for that, you know, for that trek. She was about to do a trek with those two bags. So I'm like, man, like, ma'am, you could get in the car. You know, so I put her in a car. And I was just thinking, like, what would Damon do in this situation? And I figured you would do the same exact thing. So I put her in a car and um I just took her to the apartment. She and then when she was like, You don't even gotta take me to she was being as cautious as I was, you know. She said, like, You don't even gotta take me to the apartment, just drop me off on a hot like right off the road on the side. I was like, All right, uh, you know, I got you. Then I was told her, I was like, Man, this world is crazy, man. But um I th- I helped her out, man. That's good. I feel man. like I was a That's good scenario. You feel like you did your thing for the day, right? Then you go home, go to sleep now, right? So I'm yeah. surprised she she got in that she got in the car with you, you know, without even worrying. Were you in uniform or no? Nah, I had so I had a command jacket on. Like okay. my, my wife was like, she probably like noticed a command jacket, but I, right. I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really think much of it. But I wasn't in uniform. She just mm-hmm. came up. I think I probably looked like a decent, you know, civilian. <laughs> and she just came, <laughs> right. came up and was like, hey, you know, can can you drop me off? And I, I you know, I took care of her. It's nervousness, right. you know. But I'm like, man, if I, you know, if something happened to me doing a good deed, I'm going to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I mean. <laughs> like if something happened to be doing a good deed, man, my fate is good. Right. No matter what I did yesterday, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, right. Be- hey. All right, man. Let's introduce this episode. Yeah, man. Right before you know, right before uh, Jay introduces introduce himself, man. I want to real quickly tell people the story, um, and this is what I tell people about Jay and 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 how we met. So. Um, I was a little young pup, man. I had just made just made chief, and then the next year, um, I get transferred to ATG Hawaii, right? So I'm there for maybe a couple of months. I don't know how long exactly, but then uh, Jay comes to the command at ATG, and Jay's a, he's a chief also at the time. I just made chief. He was already a chief. He'd been a chief for a little while mm-hmm. then. Um, so when I get there, you know, I'm just going through the ropes. I already got my eval. I already got this stuff, to, you know, my first eval out the way. But I'm still trying to find my place, you know, in the mess, trying to find my voice, trying to find out what, you know, I can help out with and all type of stuff I'm trying to figure out. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, so Jay, which is a chief himself, he comes in and says, hey, man, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And 
I'm like, okay, then we, we, we start like, you know, hanging out a little bit. Then he just like telling me stuff I need to like to do. Uh, then he makes senior chief or whatever. But the point I'm trying to make here is we was both chiefs at the time and mm-hmm. he's coming in to tell me to do X, Y, and Z. Um, cause it wasn't about him and you can't find people like that no more. Right. And to this day, me and Jay probably wanted to, you know, one of the, you know, one of my closest friends because of, of things yeah. like that. Right. So when, oh man, what the next eval, I was number one at the command, you know what I mean? Because, and, and it was reasons why I was number one at the man at the command, of course. But at the time, man, like, who is this guy? He's coming in. He's saying, do this, do that. But guess what, man? That's what we need now, man. We, somebody who, you know, can grab somebody, take them on their wing, and actually truly care about, you know, that person and how they – it wasn't just me. It was more people in the office. It wasn't just me. He was telling, you know, things like this. But uh, I was – of course, I was one of the ones that was listening because I always wanted to be, you know, uh, do good or, you know, or whatever the case may be. But I just want the listeners to know, you know, before we get started, like, that's what type of guy, you know, Jay is, man. Like, he was most definitely there to help people, and, and that's why he's in the predicament he is now as a CMC now in the Navy because of that um, thing he does, man. That's help people out. Yeah, yeah man. So, uh, yeah, man. not further ado, man. Go ahead, man, Jay. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks, David. No, you know, man, if – if you win it for the right reason, right? Like everybody says at a certain point, it's no, it's no longer about you. Right. It's, it's, it's about, it's about everybody. Um, and you know, if the thing is, is if you, if you a strong unit, right, you get more accomplished. So why hold, why hold what you got back? Like I ain't competing against Damon, you know, sure. We're, we're DCCs together, but at the board, they're going to look at both of our packages, but like, that's, that's not a reason for me to hold, hold something back from somebody. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, I, I'll give you, I'll give you the way to do it, man. And I'll tell you how, you know, and I'll give you the, the whys. like, I'm going to give you the same information that I got. Right. And in return, you know, Damon will give me information too. Like, Hey man, what you know about this, man? What, what, what you think about that? Right. So it, it's back and forth. Um, you know, competition's always good. Like, and, and he'll tell you, you know, when I first got there, I was, I was in pretty decent shape, right? Like, we would go out for runs and uh the first time the first time i beat Dave, damon on a run he said never again man never again and he would go out there man and he would put in time and work and it didn't last long right because then he was he was he, he was he was doing laps around me but yeah you know that kind of competition's good but when you when when you're there and you're talking about someone's career man like give them what you know you know what i mean teach teach somebody what what you what you have or what you've been through right like uh, cause I'll tell you, you know, I, I learned a lot, uh, just by the things I did or didn't do. So I, I made chief in 2005. Right. So by the mm-hmm. time I met, by the time I met Damon, I've been, I've been a chief for, for a while. Right. And I knew, you know, obviously going back through and learning the hard way, like these were things I should have done. Right. So when I get there and I see all these other chiefs there and I'm like, Hey, look, have you guys done this, this, and this, because if I'd have done these things earlier, there would have been a good shot that I would have advanced earlier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So trying to, trying to teach people, you know, uh, through your mistakes so they don't have to make the same mistakes or what you've learned the hard way so they don't have to do it. I think that's what a lot of this is about. Yeah, man. I think the real, you know, like beauty to everything is when somebody's receptive to that information. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, not everybody 
you know, what made you receptive to the information, Damon? Because I was, I, the, the biggest reason why, man, was because I was still trying to find my way, man. You know, I was, I was in the Navy. I had made chief and yeah, DC from itself came second nature to me, but I was trying to be more than just a damage control man. And that's one of the things I always talk about too, man. I say I'm more than a damage control man, but I knew my leadership style needed some help. You know what I mean? Needed some help. Like, like, like leading men and women, you know what I mean? is different than being a good technician being a good, you know, damage control man. So I always thought I was more than a damage control man, man. So I wanted to be the guy that people like look at in the mess and, and want to come talk to, but I wasn't there yet. I wanted to get there, but I wasn't there. And I knew because uh time, <laughs> believe it or not, man, like time Jay got there, man. Uh he had to respect the mess, man. And I'm I'm assuming it's because he made Chief so early. But time he stepped in the door, people knew who Jay was and and mm-hmm. anybody started talking in the mess, it was Jay and all, you know, all this stuff. And I was just sitting back, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at this stuff and I'm like, Man, hopefully one day that could be me. You know, like like yeah. you know, the guys that people look up to and things like that. But it's 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 funny when you watch how things shift, right? And I say that because where I'm at right now, I, I have such a junior mess, man. And I ain't never been I every command I've been at, uh most of the chiefs, senior chiefs and stuff, like they've been at it for a while. You know what I mean? They've been in they've been into it for for a while. Um, but when I when I was at ATG, there was a lot of young, there's a lot of younger guys there. Um, but now, you know, that I'm here as a CMC of a mess, like, uh, I've, you know, majority of my chiefs, uh, this last time was their first time up for senior chief and the other half, they ain't even up yet. You know what I mean? So, uh, so it's, it's, it's just weird. Cause you're, it's kind of like, I think back a lot to the ATG days, right? Cause when I, I don't know what it was when I got on the DDGs and the cruisers and the LPDs, um, everybody in the mess like they've been they they've been in there for a minute, you know. Not everybody. You had a good mixture, but you had uh, a lot of people who had been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and uh, I don't know what it was, but in in that mess, there was just there was a lot of there was a lot of young chiefs, right? And the other part of that one, you know, when I came in, so I, I that was my second tour at ATG. Uh, so when I came in the first time, I came in as a young chief, right? Like I just made chief. Uh, five months later, I left my ship and I went and I went to ATG uh, as one of those junior chiefs. Right. So I got to see, I think that kind of gave me a lot of the insight too. Right. Cause I got to see, and I got to grow uh, there. And then of course I went to a ship, got to grow more. And when I came back in, it was just kind of like pay it forward. Like you remember what it was like coming in here as a new chief, you know what I mean? So, so now, now you're the, now you're the guy that, you, you remember seeing all, you know, doing those same things. Most definitely. Yeah. Now, how long were you in um, before, um, when you made chief? So I, so I made chief early, man. I made chief in just under, just under nine years. Okay. So I made, I made rank, you know, uh, every time, first time, all the way up to chief. And then it took me almost as long to go from chief to senior chief. Mm-hmm. And so, then as a, as a, you know, for the listeners, what was your rate before being a CMC? Oh, I was damage control, man. I was, nice. I was down there and I was down in the pits. Hey, is it any yeah. other rates in the yeah. Navy? I mean, I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused yeah. giving some more rates in the Navy, man. I ain't know. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. But the reason why, I mean, that's an important question to me is I don't see a lot of uh, CMCs that were uh, DC men. Um, now, you don't see it? Yeah. Right now, I, I it could be, but I don't see a lot of. I see uh, 
a lot of like air, you know, people from air that I see a lot of, you know, but it's like engineers, period. But especially like a DC man, man. Like, yeah. so like for the like a junior, you know, seller or something that might be listening and like not knowing that, you know, you could become a CMC as a DC man. You know, I think it's good for them to, you know, kind of know some of that stuff. Now, did you know, like, CM, did you know that the fate was CMC early on too? Or was it something else that you thought you would be doing? No, I mean, I'll tell you, like, so just to, because I'll kind of like clar- clarify it, and, and, you know, because it all happened. There was one thing in my life that really changed a lot of thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, uh, that was 2000, right? We were, we were in Russia. Uh, we were on a cruiser, pulled in, uh, and my wife at the time was pregnant uh, over in Japan. And uh, the message that came through that she was going into labor early right now I'm out on town. We're, we're out there. We're having a good old time. Uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a DC three out there. And my senior chief got word, my master, obviously the message came into the ship. Right. And so my, my CMC, my DCCS and a whole group of goats got together not knowing, they don't know where you're at. You don't have cell phones back then. You know what I mean? And they went out and they scoured everywhere looking for me, right? Mm-hmm. All these places. They, they were probably out there for three or four hours to find me. Uh, and and then they grabbed me and, you know, they brought me back to the to the ship. The XO had came back to the ship just to make sure that he did whatever he had to do to get me out of there. So at this point, you know, I'm, thinking, I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm a third class, you know? And I, that's when I said it right there. I want, I want to be a chief. I want to be that person that goes to those lengths. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To go out there and do what they got to do for their sake. Cause they didn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Like they didn't have to give up their liberty time to come out there and do that. XO didn't have to come back and make sure, you know, that, that I had flights, that I had flights scheduled, that everything was set up and, and, and I was ready to go. You know what I mean? Um, but just it was that one it was that that was the first time i think i had my changing point uh in the navy that i wanted to stay right but that was really my first time when i'd seen and i was like i want to do that you know i want to be that person that takes care of those people right so i i say that because that's that's when i say i I knew i wanted i wanted to be a i wanted to stay and i wanted to at least be a chief uh as far as the cmc route um that didn't i'm gonna say that didn't come until until later until after after I'd been a chief for a while and after I'd been in the messes for a while, um, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you. I, I honestly, for the, for a little while there, uh, I'd came to accept the fact that I was probably going to retire as a chief. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I was good with that, you know, uh, that I'm not saying I'd, I'd given up, but yeah. I'd also looked at it as I, I'd accomplished this. I'm, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Uh, and then when I made senior chief, I was like, okay, now I've got a shot to do, to do the next level, to, to take it to the next level, do the next thing. Uh, so that's, so that's when, you know, cause I started applying for this program as a senior chief. I, I became, uh, I became a command senior chief, um, before obviously I went to, to command master chief. So, mm-hmm. and it took me, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, like I said, everything after chief, uh, nothing came the first time, right. Senior chief took like seven, seven times, uh, command senior chief program took me like three times right uh and then you know i'd went up for for dccm a few times 
yeah. uh, not selected. And then I went up for, you know, command, uh, command master chief two times. And then I got selected, you know? So, um, so like I said, everything came with Tom, but I knew once I'd made senior chief, I had my foot back in that door again, you know? And that's when, that's when I, that's when I thought about it. I was like, okay, you know, I, I still want to do this thing. I, I still want to go. I still want to go to this next, to this next level, you know, and don't get me wrong. I love damage control. I'll always love damage control. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was tired of damage control. It wasn't that I was, you know, I was tired of that. Um, I just, you know, I, I felt like I had more to give and I want to try it at a different level. And this program yeah. wasn't around yeah. a lot either though. Right. So back then this program kind of, kind of came no. out and then people started a command CNG program anyway. So right. it would not have any, it wasn't even not that many years before you applied, right? No, it wasn't. So, so I, it was, it was funny. I tell Damon, I tell Damon this, right? Like all the guys that were in my shop that were eligible for the command senior chief program, I talked to them about it, right? I was like, Hey, you should do this. You should do that. You should do this. They did it along with me. They got selected. I didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I went, you know, and then I put in the, the, the one year, uh, and I took a break, right? Um, and I and I say I take a break. It was, I was a little frustrated, right? I'd like put in my package and get selected. These guys got selected, um, but then I was also working on my on my EAP qual too, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I I I use that as an excuse. I could have I could have done both, um, but I took a break that year, and it was funny because I had this other master chief that was you know one of my mentors for a while, and he's like, "Why no? Put your package in. Put your package in." Like he was like, "If you don't put your package in, you know I'm gonna put it in for you." And, uh, and so I was like, all right, man, I'll do it again next year. And then I had to redo all the PQS again, you know, they, they've been there, right. Cause it's, cause it expires stuff like that. But that shows you like, you know, but that also said that also sent a statement that, Hey, I'm committed. Like I've done this PQS twice now. Like that big I'm, ass, I'm PQ, that big PQS yeah. expires yeah. two years it does. in a year, after two, two, years. Two, years. After two years. Well, plus, you know, that one and, 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 and the fact that they changed it so much. Uh, from when you did the last mm-hmm. one to when you did this one, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So I was like, I put it in, and then same thing the next year, right? The next time I put it in, uh, I had a couple of guys I talked to about it. I was like, hey man, you guys should do this program. Uh, they got selected. Yeah. I didn't. I was like, man, what? The? Like, and they t- they would you know, we, and we would laugh. Not, obviously, not the day after the results, but we would laugh about it. Be like, man, like. You know, we did this because of you, you know, what, what, what are you, what are you doing wrong? And then it was funny because when I got to the ship and I put in, um, and I had a really good CMC there too, man. Like, and, uh, but he showed me what I was doing wrong. You know what I mean? He showed me what I was missing. Uh, and then because I was working with another guy there and I told him, I said, Hey, Al, man, if you get selected and I don't dude, like, I'm going to be pissed off at you. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we both got selected. So it worked out. So, yeah. And not being selected is always a hard, it, a hard it is, to swallow, it is. man. Yeah. You know, I, I think sometimes as leaders, we like feed people the, the BS pill. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like it, like I've never not been selected and was like, not like a little upset. No. You know what I mean? Right. That's no. for like, and then, hours, hey, like hey. you man, you right, man. I know we, we, we kind of like overlooked that a lot, man. But let me tell you, man. I I am so freaking like when I don't get selected, I'm so like heartbroken. But it's not all about me, man. It's like you have so many sailors out there that want you to make it and think you should be there. And they come talk to y'all. You got this senior, you got this, you got this chief, you got this, whoever. And then you feel like you let them down too. 
You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of it's kind of like that that type of deal, man. But I really I really like don't show that type of emotion. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in front of people, in front of whatever. But I would go back, man. I remember like going in five alpha, man, and I just sit there for a while, nothing moving, nothing saying, nothing, just sit there. You know what I mean? For you a know, few you, minutes, you man. Sit there, just yeah. sit there and, and was like, you know, okay, all right, get myself back together, and then I'm then I'm out and I'm going, you know, and do do other things. But I really have to just sit down for a few minutes, man, because you know, um, because you feel like you let people down, man. And, you know, and I try to be as transparent as possible because I, I agree with you, right? You, you can't call somebody in there and be like, oh, man, it's it's okay, man. You know, it's it's okay. I don't, or I don't know why you didn't make it. We're going to look into that. You, you don't tell them that, right? Like, you you there. To me, I think you should be there more to listen than to talk yeah. when, you, when you tell somebody they haven't been selected, right? Because everybody takes it different, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, like, Today, we had the E7 exam. So I'll go for every exam we have. Uh, it don't matter where, where we're at, what we're doing. Uh, I'll go and I'll go in there, uh, E4, E5, E6, and, and Chief. Uh, and I'll go in there and I'll talk for a few minutes before they take the exam, right? I just, mm-hmm. I think that's just something that we should do. Um, and, you know, I had the guys, the guys and girls this morning taking the Chief's exam. So I went in there and talked to them for a few minutes, you know, and I told them, I says, hey, look, I would love to tell you all that. You all, you all pass this exam and every single one of you are going to be chiefs. That's not how it works. You know, you, 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 you all know that, right? So as much as I'd like to see you all in the chiefs message next year, not, not every one of you are going to be there, but I tell yeah. them, you know, this is your first step. This, this is, this is your first step. You know, you got to get that, everybody says that ticket to the dance. Right. Um, so this is a process, right. But when, when these results come out, you know, um, and what we did last year, and I and I, I thought it was pretty well. Like, and this is kind of trial error stuff, right? Like, how do you tell people that they didn't make it? Because uh, one thing I, I I hate, you know, I hate doing it over social media, especially with COVID and all that stuff. I hate doing it over the phone. So what we did last year was I got my I got my Chiefs mess together, and I got the skipper and I got the XO, and we all went into Chiefs mess, and then we would bring. We brought every 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 first class that was board eligible in one at a time, and there was no, it was no order, nothing like that. Like hey, we're gonna bring all the guys that made it in first. We're gonna bring, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we didn't have them all standing outside there so they could hear, you know what I mean? But we would bring them in, uh, and and we would tell them right there, right? Some people liked it as far as the mess. Uh, there actually most people liked how we did it. You know, and there was a few that didn't like, man, like you just brought them in in front of everybody and told them, no, I brought them in front of the chief's mess. You know what I mean? They see that the chief's mess is sitting here right now. And, and, you know, depending on how they, you know, how they looked, a chief or two would break off and walk out with them out the other door and, you know, have, you know, just be there to listen to them. But it's hard because there's no, there's no formula for that one. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know what? My, yeah, it's, it's rough. Yeah. It's my, my experience with it. Uh, Jay and Dumb Old Man is that um, they know it's coming. They know the talk is coming, right? right? So once I come in and I call them in there, believe it or not, man, uh, because it's maybe because of the relationship I have with my first classes already, time I call them in there, it's more like, uh, I'm good, senior. I'm good. I'm good. So that dictates on how I deal with the conversation, too. 
right? And I'm just telling him, hey, I know you good, man, but I'm just here, you know me, if you want to vent, if you want to talk, you want to do whatever, that's what I'm here for. But you're right, man. I've never been the guy that want to go in and say, you'll get it next time, man. You'll, you'll, you'll do this. Let's look at your stuff. You know what? I was looking at your stuff before. You know what I mean? I already yep. looked at your mm-hmm. stuff. I already know, yep. you know, all that stuff about you. So I've never been one of those guys. I kind of wanted, I kind of feel the conversation out a little bit, man. Uh, but I'm honest, but I give you honest feedback too before that. Like when we sit there and we look at their yeah. records and stuff like that, like I'll tell them, you know, like, hey, I think you have another year or two before you're going to make, it. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sitting here, but I'm telling you, these are the things I see that you're, you're lacking. So that's that way, you know, they go into it thinking what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and if somebody has a killer package, they've met everything. I'm not going to be like, yeah, man, I, you should be in. Now you don't ever tell them that. Right. You're just like, no, nah, like you, you've matched everything up. You've done your part, you know, um, and, and you go from there. But normally, you know, like I said, normally I find like when you do package reviews and you see, you can kind of, you can kind of gauge. Right. But you just gotta be, you, you gotta be honest with them. You gotta be transparent, you know? Um, and, and, because the, the sooner you tell them what they're missing, the sooner they can start working on those things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like I tell them, like we do package reviews every year, and I don't just do them for the, you know, I don't just offer them for the board eligibles. I offer them for all the first classes. There you go. So that way they can start working on what they got to work yeah. on. Yeah, and I, and I tell you, man, um, one of the things that I that I be thinking about too man when we doing these board things we looking at people packages and stuff like that when we are talking to these young sailors man let's make sure that we know whatever we say is like gold to them if we are saying they are missing one thing they finna do everything in their power to make sure they fix that or they make whatever they do so make sure we are putting out the right information. Let's make sure we are talking about the right thing. We, we we setting them up for success because if we don't, they trying to get where we at, and by any means necessary, man. So let's yeah. make sure that we are putting out the right thing to them because, like I said, man, they really gonna go. They they finna spend hours and days and months right. to fix whatever you you tell them, right? Whatever right. you tell them, that's what they gonna try to do, and it could be something they probably don't. <laughs> need to fix so it's probably already there somewhere whatever the case may be so yeah yeah and it's yeah. never a season to do that man you know you can no. do that all throughout a lot of first classes you know they might wait for the package review something like that but you could do that throughout the year man you know uh hit up a yeah. chief you know hit up seniors whoever you know like yeah. hey you know check my record out check this out check that out and sometimes you might get like you know a little bit more energy you know from um somebody when you just catch them in that, because that's a lot of chiefs, man. That's like, that's like excited to help and, and look yeah, at records. Well, I is. used to be excited. You know, <laughs> you know how I used to be like excited. Like, yo, show me your record. Let's find, like, I'm like right. trying to find, you know, something like, oh man, we got this here. We got this. And, and there's a few chiefs now that, you know, I was, I had the pleasure to review that record and we found issues. Yeah. You hey, know what I'm saying? There's senior chiefs that I've, you know, that I've recently looked at that we found, we've, we, we found gap we found an air gap you know um, yeah and and it, it happens at, at all levels like uh and i'll tell you man i i had a gap in my evals probably two or three times i was going, going up for dccs never knew it never never knew it until you know what i mean and I, and I took i took my record around to to people all over the place yeah and then somebody sees it and they're like what 
you know, you know, you have a, a, a you know, you have a missing eval. And I'm like, what? Sure enough, man. Like, and, and I don't know if that was what the, you know, I don't know if that was what the, the issue was. I, I fixed it the next year I made senior chief, but yeah. uh, you, you never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I had some, I had some issues too, but I mean, Hey, good luck to everybody that's taking it. Um, that took oh, the yeah. exam today and everybody that's going to be taking the exam. Hey Jay, so that ninja, right? That ninja that was out. Uh, oh the, man. China Lake. Ugh. Yeah. Did you, did that impact, you know, you guys at all over there? Cause so, you were stationed over there, right? It, it's funny. Uh, I was not there no more uh, okay. when that happened. Um, but the guy that relieved me gave me a phone call and he's like, Hey man, you're not going to believe this shit. I said, man, it's China Lake. <laughs> you can't tell me <laughs> like, there's nothing you can tell me about China Lake that will surprise me. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, like I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you, man, um, uh, those are the types of things that happen up in the high Mojave desert. Like, uh, <laughs> luckily nobody was severely injured when that happened. Um, but yeah. I mean. So what happened? What was the whole the, story, man? So, you know, like what I, what I, pretty much what y'all heard, right? This, this person dressed up straight up as a ninja, um, <laughs> swords and all, man. He, he went over there. So they, they do exercises at certain, cer- certain areas and they have, you know, people come and, and stay at the, at the local airports and stuff. And, uh, this unit was staying there and, uh, look, you know, good, good thing for the person that was dressed up as a ninja that he, he hit the admin department and not the guys that were actually operating. Cause it probably would have ended a lot worse for him, but, uh, Oh, okay. Uh, that, that actually adds some clarity to our, to the yeah, story. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, like it, that was a while ago, but I think like one of the guys from admin was out smoking. And uh-huh. this guy came up and, and attacked him. And I think he tried to go in and get somebody to help him. And, uh, and I think that's, I, I, I think there was two, don't get me, don't get me wrong, people that were hurt. Uh, yeah. But now they ended up, yeah, they ended up catching up with that guy, but it's the same, it's, it's the same, you know, conspiracy theorist, um, you know, you, you deal with them and, you, and, and I'm not taking anything away from people that have conspiracy theories, but some of them up there, they take things to the next level. Like we would have people show up at the gate. Uh, you know, at least once a quarter, uh, wanting to, wanting to, wanting to go tour the tunnels that go to area 51, you know, or whatever it is, or this or that, or, uh, like, and they know these things are here and it's, it's, uh, it's fun. It's, I shouldn't say fun. It was, there was never a dull moment in China Lake. Man. Yeah. That's and, crazy. Yeah. So is that, is that a big base? Well, like by big, I mean, is it a lot of sellers or? So the base itself is the largest. Uh, it's, it's the largest land base, uh, Navy, Navy base in the world for us. Uh, so it's, it's like, uh, two, almost two times the size of Rhode Island. Damn. Um, so it is, it's, it's a huge base. They do a lot of stuff, blowing stuff up and stuff out there. Right. So that's probably why it's so damn huge. There's Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so big. It's so big because of the ranges that they have out there. Right. Um, but as far as the footprint, um, you have a lot of civilians that work there. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as military wise, so military wise, like, and it did, it used to be a huge base for military. Uh, but they took a lot of, they took a lot of that footprint out. Uh, and a lot of that is, is uh, civilian right now. So military wise, I'm going to say you may have, uh, you know, seven, 700 to a thousand, um, people 
right? Yeah. Now, DOD wise, you know, you have another couple thousand easily. Okay. I got a question for both of y'all. Um, it's something that I've been seeing. Like, I'm not sure about it if it's like if anybody else is experiencing it, but like command involvement from what I'm seeing, you know, and I think it's good to have you on here, Jay, but from what I'm seeing, it looked like a lot of sellers, it looked like that's going down, period. Like it looked like we might want to try to figure out like new, fresh ways to get sellers like wanting to do things at commands, like the days of the MWR bake sale, you know, is over. You know, and that's what I'm thinking, but I'm I want to know, you know, what y'all think about that. Hey, I'm all ears, man. I'm all ears. Like, it's funny because we have these conversations, right? I think, I I think we use COVID more for an excuse now, um, for everything because it's easier, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's 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 frustrating. So, we had set up to do a command holiday party, uh, and we'd set it up for January because we were we were gone for all of December. Right. Yeah. So he's like, we're going to do this thing in January. We, you know, set up, but it didn't seem like, it didn't seem like everybody was into setting it up. Right. Like everybody was into, to making this thing happen. So <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of push, it, but it was true though. It was a lot yeah. of push, 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 push. And we got it. And then of course, last minute, um, because of number spikes and things like that, you know, we couldn't do it. Right. But it was the lead up to it that made me realize like, you know, what are we doing? And then, but, but you also realize like for a lot of these sailors, they ain't never been to a command party. Right. And you Mm -hmm. look at it because, uh, you know, this, this year's COVID year before that was COVID. I think the year before that, you know, the year before that they were deployed, you know what I mean? And so now you have sailors that's been at, at one command for three or four years. They don't know what a lot of these things look like. Yeah. They yeah. don't know, like, they, they don't know, like, why are you all getting so excited about a command party, man? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean, man? You get to dress up, you get to go out, you get that fun, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is where you get to, you get to be together. Like, I get to see your families, um, you know, and, and we're just, we're, we're in a different environment. Um, but, but you step back and you're like, they, they don't know what, they don't know what to expect because a vast majority of your command now, because it's been three, four years, uh, haven't seen that. But yeah. I, I agree. I agree with you, man. Like it's, um, yeah, man. In my, it, in, it's hard. In, in my opinion, it's been gone, man. Long time ago, man. I'm talking about like 10, 15 years ago, man. Once we started, yeah. once we started, you know, making assigning people for each part of a get together. That's when it went down. If you don't have nobody for the cleanup team, <laughs> ain't nobody cleaning up. Right. If you don't have nobody set up, ain't nobody setting up. Right. And this is why I say it's been gone 10 to 15 years, because say you have a command picnic. Right. Time the CEO talks. And that's over with people going to eat. And that is it. That it will be ghost town there, man. It is a ghost town. Right. So the key people are into different things now. And I know that and all this type of stuff. But. The, the camaraderie, uh, it's kind of like, if it ain't divisional, right, it's kind of like, it's not there no more like it used to be, man. And I'm just being honest, and somebody can correct me, and you guys can, can you know, hit me up or whatever you want to do. But I'm here to tell you, man, that's what I see, man. 
No one wants to volunteer for anything no more. Um, nobody uh, wants to stay around for anything. It's like like the first time, first when I first get an opportunity to, to leave, I'm leaving. Right? That's kind of I mean, how I say again. No, I was gonna say like I would me. I more so want to know why from from like the junior sellers. Yeah. Like, cause like you know, example, right? We were going through the chief season, right? And we had to fundraise. This is like when we, you know, we still had to fundraise. So somebody did a GoFundMe, right? And it's like you know, the times are changing, right? So somebody did a GoFundMe for me, and they got that money fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so you know, they want you to go clean up, go wash cars, go do all this stuff. Somebody did a GoFundMe, and they had the money. So then the mess. You know, the mess had to come back and be like, yo, you can't do a GoFundMe. Yeah. Like, like you know, we want you to go. But it's like, it's like, yo, like times have changed. Yeah. Like this person, a GoFundMe is a fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, how do we attract young sellers into like what type of event? Like we, we when we had the, uh, the Nintendo, is it the Wii? That's the latest one. Yeah. So when we had the Wii things, like you could get a bunch of sellers on a Mestex and they not even like playing games like on the same system they like playing on their own system but like that pack that those we tournaments would pack but that's mostly like own deployment or you own the ship i'm talking about yeah. going somewhere else from Shore a different duty? location it's tough man it's tough see oh yeah yeah no, i agree i think you know because I, I disagree with you a little bit damon like i say if, when you're on a ship and stuff like that like it's easy like you still see big participations right and may uh, well, I haven't been on a ship in about three years. But last last time I did events on the ships, right? You still had pretty good participation, especially when you were in other ports and you were or you were out to sea, right? Yes. And I see the same thing with the squadron. I get a lot of participation when we do things when we're outside of home, yeah. right? I think now, uh, you know. And I, maybe, maybe you know, and I would agree with Damon a little bit on this one, right? Now, now in the past 10, 15, when people are home, they don't want yeah. to do anything with the command. Yeah. They want, they want they their want home to go time, home, right? Home. The, and and maybe it's maybe it's operational commit. Maybe it's because we're always go 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 yeah. go go. You know what I mean? I um, think that's the answer, but, Jay. Yeah, when, I think that's the answer, Domo. You know, I think the answer is when we go places and we pull in places. Right, that's the time to be put to put like somebody to put these uh, planning, putting these parties together, and all that stuff when we go out somewhere. Because you're right, man. We yeah, because even even underway though, even underway sometimes yeah, like yeah. people like I'll get, like you know you have an event at a certain time. It's like yeah, I'm hitting my rack. Oh, you know yeah. I'm hitting my rack. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Yeah, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? Man, you got those watches. It's too, so man. hard yeah. to. It's, yeah. Even that, even that, um, the what's the name? The 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 committee for uh, like uh, the different events every month, the monthly observances and stuff like right. that. Right. Sometimes it's hard to retain a full. Oh, yeah. Like you might get the uh, um, Pacific Islanders for that month. Yeah. Right. Then you might they get more African Americans yeah. for that yeah. month. You might yeah. get more women for it, but you don't have like from what I've constant. been seeing, like a constant just group of people that so. want to do every. You know, event, yeah. man. So. You know, it that was like that was one of my biggest things when I was at China Lake, right? Because MWR was I was directly with me, right? Like the base MWR. So I had a I had a chance to do all these things. And I'll tell you, man, like we would set up all t- all types of different things, right? And it got to a point where I, you know, I would go to commands and I'd be and I'd go talk to junior say, I'm like, what do you guys want to see? Right. Like we spending all this money to do these things. Tell us that these things suck. 
so we don't waste our money, but tell us what you want to see. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was, you know, and it was the same thing every time it was, Oh, we didn't know about that. I'm like, well, we just put it on Facebook. We put it on Twitter. We put it on this, we put it on that. Like (laughs) I, 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 and I, and I did this thing one time, right? Where, so we would do a quarterly, what we call a barracks bash, right? Where we would come out there, we would cook some meals for the sailors. Uh, we'd hire a DJ. Mm. Um, you know, we would go out there and we would just, we would do these things. And then it was a, uh, it was their time. So I would bring the skipper over there with me. And it was their time, like if they had questions, concerns, anything about the barracks, that was their time to come up and ask us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we started to pick up momentum right before the COVID hit. Like finally it was felt like we broke through. Right. Um, but there was one time, like I was so frustrated because I went and posted flyers at everybody's barracks room person, you know, right there at the door, like right there. I high. So, and then we posted it on social media. We did everything. Right. So the first sailor that told me, Oh, I didn't know about it. I'm like, do you walk around here with your eyes closed? Like, you know <laughs> what else do we got to do like i i've done everything um but no it started to pick up speed and i think um when it started to pick up speed was when i got the cheese mess for the basin ball i was like hey you know why don't we offer up a couple of why don't we do some cornhole tournaments and we mm-hmm. offer up a couple of prizes you know what i mean that the cheese mess pay for uh and then we go out there and so we did we you know the chiefs between the chiefs and the first classes we cooked uh we set up the cornhole tournament uh, and we did. We and then of course COVID hit, and we had we had to settle everything down. So then it's like now it's like starting from from scratch again. Yeah, and you then know? you get to that point that you just were talking about when you were saying that like a lot of sellers never saw a Christmas party before. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like what COVID did for the civilians was like let us see some of the things that like we never really needed. Like like so teleworking is a little bit more popular now than ever before. Oh, yeah. And people starting to realize, damn, like we were wasting money by like having people go in the office. I was you just having this mean? conversation with some people today. Yep. Yeah. So I'm looking at it like it's junior sellers that never heard of a Christmas party. And moving forward, the Christmas parties might not ever happen again. You, yeah, like, I mean, most likely man. they will, but it's a chance yeah, that right. the, like, why, like, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like gift giveaways and stuff like that. But that's a big, that's a big pool of MWR money like every year right. that. Like we haven't done it in how many years and how are we doing? You know, it's fun. It's real fun. You might, you know, get like things happen like what happened on the Ike. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shots out like, to the you know Ike what? people, man. Shots out. <laughs> that's on but that's you know, that's on the low side. On the high side, that's a fun event, you know, gift giveaways, sellers at a oh, year yeah. and stuff might, you know, yeah. get announced and stuff like that. But it's it's hard now explaining to a lot of sellers that only been in like since COVID, like right. about it's like trying to explain yellow to somebody that can't see, right? Yeah. Like yeah, they don't like they haven't seen everything, it. like deployments, even deployments, yeah. like you know, like before the uh like the ports and stuff like opened up, like, hey man, we used to hit 17 ports underway. And they like, well, we didn't hit any of these. <laughs> like, like yeah. we ain't hit no shit. ports. You know what I mean? Zero. So, it's just hard, man. I got this, man. I, I'm listening. I, I think we have a, you know, we've barely scratched the surface with, with the repercussions of COVID, man. You know what I mean? Like, we're, it, it's going to affect us for a very long time. And I'm not just talking about the COVID itself. I'm just talking about the fallout and the impacts. Like, 
it's it's we we got more coming, man. Yeah. So like as a CMC, right? So I got some CMC like specific questions. As a CMC, I'm almost sure you get like 20 emails a day of like just <laughs> general like this new my Navy HR just put out this new app that they want people to your sellers to try. This other general information, this information, like how do you scale? Like, do you look at all of it? And then on top of that, you still got your, you know, your sellers that, you know, you got to take care of. Probably you're meeting with, you know, the chain of command meeting and stuff like that. Like, how do you prioritize all of this stuff? So it's, it, you know, it, it t- to everybody is different, right? You, you have to find, you have to find what works for you, right? And, and so one of the biggest things that took me a while to adjust to in the aviation community, right? Is, uh, your, your, your skipper and your XL fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they gone, they, they flying a lot, like just as much as everybody else. Uh, so, um, and I, and I say that and I'll come back to that one here in a second. Right. But, um, so normally I'll get in, you know, I'll get in there in the morning time. I'll go up, you know, usually before maintenance meetings, whatever. And I'll go check whatever emails came out, right? Whatever's, whatever's hit the street. I can only sit in my office for so long before I, 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 I gotta be me. I gotta be around people. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so I'll go up, I'll check, I'll see anything that's came out. Uh, and then I'll start walking around the shops and talking to sailors, right. See what's going on. Um, but you know, then that wrench comes, right. Hey, so-and-so got this last night. Hey, so-and-so's <laughs> yep. spouse, you know, um, boom, you know, and then it throws a rent and then you're, 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 you know, and then you're, you're, you're dealing with that stuff. Right. Uh, and then you, you, you get, you get done with that. And then, uh, you know, uh, so, so-and-so's this, so-and-so's that. Right. Uh, and, and I say that because I got to go get it. I got, I got to go see what's going on throughout the command before I'm going to go talk to the skipper and the XO about what's, what's going on. You know what I mean? Cause I found if I go and I sit and I talk to them early in the morning, uh, and then I walk around and talk to the sailors. I don't have the latest gouge. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, but yeah, it, it's hard to get that schedule. And I can't tell you that you can't have one schedule of, I'm going to do this from this time to this time. Cause you don't know what's coming up. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know, every day there's things you got to check. Right. Like I got to go in and I got to check in sips. Is there leaf chits sitting in there that somebody's sitting on? Right. Cause I'm, I'm big on, I hate when a sailor submits a, a, a smith's leaf chit. It sits in in sips. Uh, and then I got a chief to come up to me, you know, uh, or a department head to come up to me and be like, Hey, um, can, can you talk to the skipper about approving this chit? Well, when's the leaf start? Uh, yeah. <laughs> how long has it been in? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, Hey, if it's, if it's an emergency, absolutely. Like that's easy. Well, how long has it been in three weeks? Uh, come on, man. you know what I mean? So, so I'll, I'll go, I'll check in sips. Uh, I'll look at fleet temp, see if we got any perspective. In, in, my, my admin does this, but it kind of gives me a, a thing, right? Um, I'll check the emails. I'll check the phone messages. Uh, but I can come back up at lunch and it's all full again, right? Mm-hmm. Or I can go two, three days of no phone calls, right? Uh, so like I said, it, it's it's hard to get into a schedule, uh, a, a routine schedule. I just know there's, there's things every day. Um, that I'm going to check. Right. Uh, you know, but then you got, you got to look at it. Right. Cause sometimes I'm in my office more often, more for longer times than I want to be. Cause you know, we got things going on with sailors. I got to deal with them calling these things. Right. And then I got to check myself and I'm like, man, 
I ain't been down to the shops today. You know what I mean? Like I ain't been out on the flight line today. Like, and you got to force yourself to go out there. Um, you know, and on debts to me, like debts, uh, are even harder because a lot of times you don't have office spaces. Uh, so CMCs will work out of their hotel rooms. Right. So then it's like, okay, um, I'll go to, I'm, I'm going to the flight line for, you know, for three, four hours. And then I'll come home at lunch, back to my hotel at lunch, eat lunch, check my emails. And then I'll go back out because now I've got night check out there. You know what I mean? Uh, So it's, it's hard. It's not like on a ship where, you know, you know, every day you have quarters at this time, you know, every day you have exos call at this time, right. Or you do this at this time. Uh, It's the battle rhythm is not like, uh, is not like a ship. So like I said, it's just, you know, you have certain things you have to do every day at what time you do them kind of depends on, what comes in? What, what, no, how important is that gouge? My bad, Damon. But how important is that gouge from the junior sellers? Oh, that's important. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just the gouge. It's it's talking. It's, it's talking to them. It's uh-huh. going down there, seeing. You know what I mean? The face for me, it's the FaceTime, right? Um, and I'm not down there spying, like trying to figure out what's going on that the chiefs ain't told me <laughs> or anything like that, yeah, right? But to me. To me personally, I think that should be our biggest part of the job, right? Is being down there talking to them, seeing what's going on. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it could be, you know, oh, uh, you know, because, you know, you, you know what's going on with your command, right? So you, you talk, you, you know, and, and you, you pass the sailor and you're like, hey, how's it going? You know, um, you know, and you know, some of them are, are going to see counseling, right? And you're like, hey, how did that counseling go? Oh, you know, fleet and family canceled on us again. I'm what they did. What? You know what I mean? Cause they, they ain't going to come yeah, up to your yeah. office and tell you, yeah. you know, even though you tell them yep. if you have problems, yeah, come yeah, tell me. Right. <laughs> what do you mean? They canceled. Okay. You know what? Let, let, let me go take care of that for you. Right. Um, and, and it's, it's not just those things, but it's just, it's the day-to-day conversations. Like what's going on with you? You know, how are you doing? Um, and, and I'll spend a lot of, you know, now I find that I got to spend a, I'm not going to say less time with the sailors, but I got to spend more time now out there talking to the chiefs. Right. Um, but yeah, you want to see, you know, you want to know what's going on with your command. You go down into the shops and you talk to the sailors and they'll tell you, Yeah, you know, uh, and that's where you get, that's where you get your best input. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to take that input back to the chiefs and we're going to discuss how we're going to, how, how are we going to do go forward or what are we going to do? Right. Um, but I think it's, it's just as important to them as it is to me. Like I said, I cannot sit in my office, man. Like I've got to be out there. So that's why, you know, part of me says I'm probably not the right person for this job. Cause I can't just sit in front of a computer for an hour and check emails. Right. Like mm-hmm. I've got to get out there and I've got, but to me, that's, that's the most important part. Right. Is out there is, is, is the sailors, what yeah. they doing, how they doing. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, there's not a book, right? Like yeah. that's, that's the thing that sucks. Right. Cause you do, you sit down and you talk to people. I've talked to Damon for, uh, for hours about this program, right. Which we're going to talk. Hey, we ain't done yet. Cause I got a question for you on this one too. Right. But, uh, okay. um, um, there's not, there, there's not a book, right? Like you have programs that you know, you, that you have, that have to work that are not fail. Right. Uh, like, you know, your career counselor programs, right. Um, your PAC sailor programs, 
uh, your sexual assault programs, your sexual, you know, your sapper programs, your DAPA programs, your simio programs, like, like you, you've, you've got to be involved in them. You've got to know them. Um, but the big, the biggest thing to me about those is you got to trust the person that you put in charge of those things. Right. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's programs, um, that, that you always, that you, you always got to check into, you know what I mean? And I'm not going to lie to you. Like I miss, I miss messages every now and then. Right. But that's what I got those people for. Like, Hey Jay, you see this new message about UPC about how we're changing all these things. No man. Like good catch. Right. Yeah. Like, okay. I've already got the ITs going down here doing this, you know, and they come and fill you in it and that's the way it should be. But yeah. When you, when you, uh, you're a CMC, you walking around, you doing your thing. It seemed to me a lot of times that JOs or whoever junior sailors or whoever want to come stop by your office because they may be scared to go talk to the XO or the CO, right? So how do you handle that, man? Because I know, especially JOs, so, I know, like, man, right. my XO hard on me. I'm gonna go to the next route. Hey, CMC, can you can you you know look at this for me? Can you go see as my my lead chick? Can you go see as my package or something I put in that's still in this box right, right. and stuff like that? So again, right, like, and and I will tell you. Cause it's night and day from SWO to aviation, mm-hmm. right? Um, you don't, you don't really see that in aviation. Okay. Okay. How, however, um, it, it's weird because like you, so you have what we call the ready room, which is all the pilots, right? Um, and we're, we're single, we're a single seat squadron, which means, um, uh, you know, you don't have the backseat the backseat air crew it's all just uh pilots so we got i want to say we have like 14 in in the in the ready room lieutenants uh lieutenant commanders and then xo and co uh are commanders right but they're all so close um that you don't you don't see like you don't see like if you had a dca right your DCA ain't really close with your XO on a ship. You know what I mean? Like this Lieutenant JG and this, and this commander, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they scared to go talk to him. You know what I mean? A lot of times, yeah. um, but you don't have that here, but on the flip side of that, right. And this is something that, um, that I think, uh, is, is worked out well for me here is you have these lieutenants, Lieutenant commanders who've never led sailors. Like you don't see that in you don't see that in the swell world, right? You get yeah. to a ship on it as an ensign, you're going right into a division. You have a chief, you have a division. They don't have chiefs, they don't have divisions. Mm. They fly aircraft, yeah. right? So uh, we've we've changed that, you know, to, a little bit here um, to where those lieutenants do have some sort of interaction with sailors. They have interactions with chiefs. And the ones that don't have divisions, I've at least got chiefs that, that that'll go up and talk to them and 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 have conversations with them, right? Um, but it's funny because our our maintenance officer, who was a, a commander, right? Um, I I brought him in because we were you know and we just started we just started talking one day, and he's like, I never knew I could do this, <laughs> and I was like, What do you mean? He's like, I never knew that I could come and talk to the CMC. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, well, yeah. Like, I, I just, I didn't know this was available to me. And I was like, hey, yeah. Like, 
come up here anytime you want, Mo. And then he's like, really? I was like, yeah. So he would stop by my office like once or twice a week, right? Uh, and sometimes he was asking for advice. Sometimes he just start shooting the shit. Uh, but it made me realize like they don't get that interaction. They don't know. So, you know, and I would go talk to the skipper and the XO and I'd be like, hey, look, we have to interact more with with the pilots and the chiefs. Like we we've got to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we started doing that, right? We did a we and we did a big thing. It it turned out it was awesome. It was the Army Navy game. We were in uh, we were in Florida. We all got together. Like everybody showed up. Like there was no I'm going to show up and then dip out like we were talking about earlier, right? Because uh, at first some chiefs were like, "Man, I really," I was like, "Okay, just come check it out. You don't like it, go." Yeah. No, man. And then you know, and then I'd have to walk around and, and kind of do my thing, right? Like I would see four chiefs sitting at one table, four O's sitting at another table. So I'd walk up and I'd sit at the chief's table. I'd be like, all right, hey, hey, come on over here real quick. You know, let's go start a conversation at this table. Let's go start a conversation at that table. Within like 45 minutes, I didn't have to do that anymore. Everybody was going around. Everybody was talking and everybody was having a good time. Right. And it wasn't one of those drunk fests. I love you, man. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah. uh, but it was good. And it started that interaction. And now, you know, you see these these J.O.s and stuff. They'll now, they now feel more comfortable talking to those chiefs, right? Um, but if I was on a ship, you know, and because you, you, that's, that's what I was expecting, right? Like, you're going to have to deal with these things, right? Uh, you know, the first thing I would do was, I, I think as a, as a CMC, you should probably be there more talking to department heads and stuff, yeah. you know? And I say that because if I've got a divo coming up to me, telling me I'm scared to go talk to the skipper, XO, I'm going to be like, cool. Like, have you talked to your chief yet? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, and, and I tell people like, I'm never going to kick you out of my office. You know, like when junior sailors come up, I'm going to ask them, you talk to your chief or your first class, right? Cause sometimes they may be the problem very rarely, but sometimes they are the problem. Right. And I'll tell them, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to kick you out, but let's get, let's get them involved unless it's directly about them. And then we have issues. Right. But, um, yeah, that's the first thing I'm going to do is, is, is I'm going to ask them and like, have you, have you given your chief a, a, a chance? And sometimes they may say, yeah, I have. And okay. Now I know I need to go do some mentorship or some counseling, uh, with that chief. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't have that one here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're all, like I said, they're all, they're, they're all, one like um yeah now i want to i want to get clarity on something real quick with uh like cmc orders right um how do y'all do y'all just get sent anywhere like that somebody want y'all to go or do y'all get like the lion's share to pick where you want to go lottery picks man they get them lottery picks man you know (laughs) so you know um we get a we get what we call a weekly Right. So first off, when you go, when you go for this program, um, you have to sign a page 13 saying that you're worldwide assignable. Yeah. And that's become a big thing because people will sign that they get selected. Um, and then they'll say, Hey, I need to stay in this place or I need to stay in that place. You know what I mean? And then that creates tension. Cause it's like, no man, like you just said, you're worldwide assignable. Right? Yeah. They will, the detailer will work with you as best as he, as they can to get you where you want to go. It's not like the detailing out there where, no, nah, man, 
that's cool, but I need you here. You know what I like, mean? Like, the like, dude, like, the like our detailers. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll work with you as best as they can. Yeah. Um, so we get this, we get this thing comes out every week. Actually, we just got one today. Uh, and, and obviously we call it the weekly and it shows you all the orders, uh, that are coming up in the next few months. Right. And it'll show you the new orders, you know, the, 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 the jobs that just became available. Mm-hmm. And this is for, you know, all 0506 commands and it'll tell you like post like you have to do an 05 command before you can do this command right uh and then you have another a whole nother section that's that's about flags and stuff like you know going going to get selected for the flag officer tours and things like that um but that 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 doesn't come out on the weekly like you have to get slated and then thrown into a hat it's it that's another process that i I, I don't even think I can talk really intelligent on because I haven't I haven't been through it yet, right? Okay. Um, but we get like like I said, we get the weekly, uh, and then you know, uh, you tell, you know, you, you tell that you, you you sometimes you can contact your ISIC and be like, hey man, uh, I'm thinking about applying for this job, you know, and your ISIC will be like, okay, and the detailer will tell you sometimes like, hey, talk with your ISIC, uh, or talk with so and so. Um, and then you tell the detailer, Hey, this is where I want to go. Right. Uh, it's pretty, it's way different than any other detailing that we've, that, that we've ever been through. Right. Um, and I say that because, you know, your, your orders are for three years. Yeah. Very few people stay where they're at for three years. Yeah. Yeah. That was what I was going to ask you. Like, cause you, you can know, move like yeah. at a moment's notice yeah. or something, can't you? You can. So, you know, when I, when I was in China Lake, right? Uh, that was, you know, that was a three year, three year billet. Uh, but once I made, once I made nine, um, you know, and you talk to your skipper and skipper's like, yeah, man. Uh, and then when I called, when I'd called the detailer after I made nine, he's like, hey, I just hung up with the guy that wants to take your job. And I'm like, somebody wants to come to China Lake. You know what I mean? Like, Cause seriously, like that's how I got into the China Lake. Nobody wanted to take those orders. And it was a different detailer. Um, I, I ended up, I was able to, I was supposed to be released from the San Diego before, um, and the, the, the top sniper got hurt. Mm-hmm. So after I'd gotten, uh, what they called soft copy, my top snipe got hurt and my skipper was like, look, I need you to stick around for a little bit longer. It's like, cool. You know what I mean? Um, and then that kind of pissed off people because I wasn't able to, uh, take the orders I'd originally asked for. Uh, so when I came back around and we got a top snipe and skipper said, you can leave. It's like, cool. He's like, I got China Lake. I'm like, okay. I was like, I've already been overseas, bro. Yeah. He's like, he's laughing. He did that. Right? He's like, no, nah, man, it ain't overseas. It's in, it's, it's in California. And I had to Google that shit, man. I was like, what yeah. the? Um, but I called, I called the dude that was sitting there. Right. And he's like, you know, this has been on the docket for nine months. Um, he's like, you're the first person to ever at least call and see what it's about. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I did, and I'll tell you, man, um, it, it turned out to be a great tour. It, it really did. I, I would not change that tour for anything in the world, but, uh, but no, so it is like, it's you, you know, obviously you see what's available. You see who's there. You can call them, you can reach out to them, uh, and they'll, and they'll work with you. Right. Yeah. Um, where it becomes an issue is, um, uh, leaving China Lake. You know, and the detailer was like, man, I got you, you know, I'm going to give you choice orders because you, you did this, right? Um, 
So when it came up time for me to go, uh, you know, for like six months, the detailer was sending out, hey, look, if you make nine, and he was sending it to everybody, you make nine, you're going to Lemoore, you're going to Lemoore, you're going to Lemoore. Right. So I'd already told Carlin, I was like, we're going to Lemoore. Right. Yeah. Uh, so when I called the detailer, he was like, well, where do you want to go? And I'm like, well, if you're asking me, I want to go to Hawaii. And he's like, oh, yeah, I need to get those DDGs filled out there, too. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. He's like, well, send me your top 10. If I, was like, if I send you my top 10, Lemoore's not going to be on my top 10. <laughs> right? Like, we had this conversation. And he was like, okay. Uh, boom. Got orders. I had orders in hand to William P. Lawrence out of Hawaii, man. Uh-huh. Uh, but they couldn't get the, they, the, nobody would come to Lemoore. Yeah. So finally I called him back, you know, because, you know, and he was, he was going back and forth. And I was like, look, man, like, I just, I need to know, like, if I'm going to Lemoore, you need to tell me now so I can tell my family. <laughs> yeah, like, know? let me know. Like, it, it was funny, right? Not, it was funny because he was like, your wife's going to hate me on. I'm like, yeah, man. It's like, Cause at first when we talked, I was like, man, you just made my wife happy as hell. You know what I mean? He's like, your wife's going to hate me now, aren't you? And I was like, man, you ain't the one that's got to go explain to her that she's not going home. She's going to Lemoore. Yeah. So, but you know, again, it, it worked out. Like, um, I'm, I, I, I got a great command. Uh, I got, I got it. I've, I've had nothing but, uh, awesome skippers and XOs so far since I've been in this gig. Right. And, uh, that's to me, that's unusual, but, uh, and, you know, Lamore worked out for me and I think, I think everything happens for a reason, man. I, I really do. Right. Um, my mom just, you know, my mom just passed. She was sick. She just passed away, uh, December. Right. So oh, had I, I been in Hawaii, I, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have been like here. I'm two hours from home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, had I been in Hawaii, um, it would have been a lot more difficult. So like I said, uh, I'm not mad about it. Uh, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, but yeah, they'll, you know, sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll tell you like, they're never going to be like, Hey, here's your orders. You know what I mean? Like, this is it, right? Like you get to see that sheet and you get to see what's out there and you, you, and you call and you talk, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and a lot of it goes to, uh, you know, if, you know, if you really want these orders to go to this place, um, you know, is your skipper going to be willing to accept a gap for you? Sometimes they will. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they'll be like, you know what? Hey, senior, you busted your ass here. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a three month gap so you can go fill this. Cause I know this is what you want to do. Uh, and then you call a detailer and the detailer is like, all right, cool. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, y'all get evals from the captain. Oh yeah. yeah. One of one. Hmm. Not always. Hmm. So if I've got a maintenance master chief, there's two master chiefs there, right? Uh, if you if you want to ship and you got, you know, uh, uh, usually a, what an FCCM somebody like that or mm-hmm. BMCM like you you all, you ranked against each other, yeah. right? Damn. So for me, um, it's kind of funny because when I first got here, the the uh, maintenance master chief who was the dude was fucking awesome, right? And usually they'll tell you. You're not going to get along with your maintenance match. Oh, you're a surface dude. Oh yeah. Your maintenance match is going to hate you. Right. Like that's, that's what they tell you. Um, but I got, I'm like, we got along great. Right. And he put in a transfer, uh, like two days before our evals were due. And so I went to him. I was like, Hey man, why, why are you doing that? He was like, well, I don't want to compete with you. I was like, dude, 
I ain't going nowhere. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, no man, like you did a full year here. Like we're going to rank against each other. You're going to be number one. I'm going to be number two. Like I've only mm-hmm. been here for a couple months. You know what I mean? Like it ain't going to do me no good. Yeah. You know? And besides that, like he's like, I, he's like, no, no, no. I, I understand, man. But, and he's the same way. He's like, well, I'm not going fucking CMC route. So it ain't going to do me no good either. Right. So, yeah. but yeah, you, cause you don't always see that. Right. Um, and unfortunately I've seen where, uh, people will come in as a CMC and there'll be another master chief who's been doing the CMC job while it's been gapped and everything else. But that CMC is expecting to be the number one of two. Right. To me, it, it don't work like that. Right. But, uh, yeah. but no, yeah. So yeah, you get, you get ranked. If there's any other master chiefs in the mess, you get, you get ranked against them. Man. Yeah. And so is it a, is it like a, a pipeline though? Cause I know you got these forces, you have the fleet master chiefs, you got all these people, some of the, the seeing chiefs out there or chiefs who about to think about the program. Is it, is it a pipeline to get to the force or fleet or MacPond? There is, there, 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 there is right. So like, you know, um, I could, I could, I could apply right now for, for a CAG job, which is like a, a SWO ISIC job, right? I could, I could apply right now for a Desron job. If that makes sense, right? Your your Desron CMCs, because <laughs> that would be the ISIC. That would be the next level. I could leave here, um, you know, probably a year, year and a half early, and go do that, uh, and then that's the forward progression, right? And then I could I could hit that place and then be like, okay, uh, you know, next level is working for what we call Fogo, right? Flag, flag or or, or general um, billets, right? And that's where that's the ones where they rack and stack your records. They give it yeah. to the one star, two star, you know what I mean? Three stars, wherever it goes. So, so yeah, there is a pipeline. There's a progression. Um, if that's, you know, if that's what you so choose yeah. to do, right? And I, because I tell people every day, like, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, I don't, I don't want to advance. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, man, it would be, it would be pretty cool to be a fleet. You know what? Or it'd be pretty cool to be a force, right? But I'm not. That's that's not my that's that's not my vision, right? Like, I'm, I didn't come here saying I'm going to do 18 months here, just so I can jump and go to the uh, the ISIC, just so I can jump yeah. and go to the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. some people and and some people are are driven by that, right? And that's hey, that's that's cool too. Uh, but yeah, there is so there is there's a pipeline, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. I used to wonder why they, how do you get them jobs, man? So it's, that's, that's good stuff. You, yeah, yeah. You know, and some, you, you know, uh, like I said, some people are after those jobs. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they talk to the right people and they move to the right next step. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I, and you know, cause I, me and my skippers, you know, we, we, like in this, con- in this, I have a conversation with my skipper, my XO, like, like we talking right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no difference in my demeanor. There's no difference in my conversation, anything like that. Like everything, like whatever we talk about, like at this level right now, how we talk in the cheese mess, things like that. That's exactly how I talk to my skipper and my XO um, because they've had these conversations with me, you know? Um, and, you know, uh, I've, I've already passed something up. You know what I mean? And I pass that thing up because, I didn't feel like my job here was done. That is that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. So I got 
I know, Dom, I know you got some parts some stuff coming up. Man, I got one more question, man. As as a CMC, you've been doing it for a couple of tours. Now it's your second tour. What is what is um one of the 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 best thing you have done as a CMC, and probably one of the worst things you had to do as a CMC? All right, they're both going to revolve around the same thing. So probably. The, I'll start with the worst thing I've ever had to do as a CMC. Worst thing I ever had to do as a CMC was work through the death of of a family member of a triad member, right? Mm. Uh, and I mean like a spouse. Mm. Okay, uh, that was that was hard, right? And I'm not going to get into the details, or anything like that, because you you got a big you got a big 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 uh, audience now. But um, that was that was by far probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Right. Um, was cause like I said, you know, just a minute ago, cause and, and it still answer another question that you guys asked on one, like who does the CMC talk to when they want to vent? Right. And who does mm-hmm. the skipper talk to when they want to vent? You talk to each other, like you become close, like real close. Uh, so we were, we were, we, we were all close, uh, when this had happened, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and at the time I didn't have an XO, right? So it was just me and the skipper. So I, you know, I had to be there for the whole time, and you know, set up the the viewing services, set up the family members coming in, you know, and to make matters worse, while the services were going on, another family member passed away during those services. Mm. Like it was like you can't you you can't make these things up, right? Um, so, you know, that, I, I would, I would put that as a close, close one, that one in the earthquakes. Um, and it was, it wasn't the earthquakes themselves. It was the families and the impact it had on them emotionally and stuff, um, were probably the two hardest things I had to deal with. Um, but I will tell you one of the best things I have ever seen and man, I'm telling you, like, this is, this is some chief hard shit. So, uh, the spouse had passed away a couple of days before, uh, our khaki ball. Okay. So, uh, obviously I didn't go to the khaki ball. I was there, you know, doing these things. Um, but the spouse had passed away in the house. Mm-hmm. So obviously the, um, the children, had a hard time going back into that house doing these things. So I had worked with the housing company to move them houses, right? Which we'd actually just had some renovated houses up there. They, you know, all these good things. So, uh, so the housing company dropped what they did, got this house ready. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, and I put out this thing to the chiefs. I says, Hey, I'm going to move, going to move skipper from this house to this house, uh, on this day. And it's the day after it's the day after khaki ball. Okay. Mm. Uh, do I got anybody that can help? Right. I shit you not this parking lot that I had everybody meet at. Couldn't fit everybody in there. Like it was, it was massive. It was chiefs. It was retired chiefs. It was officers. It was chief spouses. It was officer spouses. Right. And, uh, 
And I was like, oh, geez, like, oh, my gosh, like this is like I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Right. And so I called Skipper and I says, hey, uh, I'm coming up to, to help you move. I've got a few people to help. So I come up, you know, um, and yeah, when all these people start coming up, he just he lost it. Mm. like in a good way you know what i mean but yeah yeah we we had we had house moved from one to the next set up exactly like it was like and we even let the kids come in and kind of show us where to put things and stuff like that right um four hours beginning to end like exactly uh but just to see all those people right do that and I didn't even know my admiral was going to, was going to be up in town. Right. Cause she was, she was coming up to check up on him. Um, and her dad was a chief. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know who Admiral Boulevard is or not, but freaking phenomenal. But her dad, her dad was a chief. Uh, and she's seen this and she was like, never in my life have I seen something like this where people came together like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, it was like, that was probably, the best moment i mean other than that like best moments come when when you do advancements you know what i mean when you do advancements when you do maps um when your sailors win special leadership awards or you know they go outside the command and they win awards uh, man those those days are like the best the best days you can have man yeah I, my my um questioning is more into the chief's mess now. Like I want to get into like the mess, right? So, in our last episode, we talked about um, like let's say I'm a newly reported chief, I just get to the command. Um, we talked about how long you giving me to you like till I need to start kind of digging in and like getting my imprint in throughout the command. Right. So, for instance, if anybody listening don't really understand what I'm saying, I'm a brand new chief. I just get to the command. I'm trying to learn my division. I'm trying to figure out my job. I'm trying to, hey, you you want to get involved in this? Nah, not right now. I'm trying to do this. I got to do this. I got to do that. As the CMC, how long you giving me to you like, hey, brother, it's time for you to start, you know, stepping out of just being in the division and start kind of doing some more stuff around the ship. Hmm. Like. I, I mean, honestly, I'd like to say you need to be in there right away. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but I don't really have that option right now because I don't, I don't have, I, I don't, I don't have an access, you know, I don't have an inventory of chiefs. So mm-hmm. as soon as you get there, like I'm looking right, you know, Hey man, I got this ATC coming this day. Like I'm already right next to their name. What I'm thinking about asking them <laughs> if they want to do right. Like seriously, because yeah, yeah. I've got chiefs out there that they're doing it, but they get, you know, they getting burnt out, man. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's just like, Hey man, just keep this collateral for another five months. Cause you know, you get a chief that's coming in and then, Oh man, medical happened, you know, which, Hey, I, I ain't, you know, I ain't saying that they try to get out. But they had legitimate reasons why they couldn't come. Right. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, then this delays, this delays. Uh, I mean, as a chief, man, you should come in, you should come in ready to hit the plates. Right. But I shouldn't be, that's the other thing, right? I, sh- I shouldn't be coming asking you, hey, man, you, you ready to take on more collateral? Like, you a chief, right? Mm-hmm. You should be coming in, like, and, and, and no you're wrong. Like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, you know, some time to check in. I'm going to give you some time to take care of your division. Uh, but 
you know, you may be coming into a division that needs a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I might be saying, so that's where I might be like, all right, man, hey, you take care of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you might be coming in and you might not be running a division. And I'm like, hey, which collaterals do you want to take, man? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that was a lesson that, that was actually a learning curve for me. Right. Um, which I, I would normally offer the collateral duties to the chiefs, but then I seen the same ones taken, you know, boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, okay, so I'll, I'll offer, but if you don't Roger up for any collaterals, it doesn't mean you ain't going to get any, right? Like I'm not going to keep stacking this stuff on the same people. You, you're going to do things outside of your division. That's the only way we're going to make this run. Uh, so yeah, normally, like I said, it, 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 it depends. Does their division need a lot more work than, you know what I mean? Are they coming from, are they coming from another F-18 squadron, same platform, and it's easy, like they can come in and get their quals, or do they need to go out there and work on their safer flight and stuff? So, uh, honestly, the answer for that one is, I'll talk with my maintenance master chief, um, yeah. and I'll ask them, yeah. how long does it need, you know, where where do you need this person at? How long does it, do they need to get qualled? Um, but, I'm a firm believer in, in spreading the wealth because, uh, you know, you, you, you do, you burn those, you burn those people out, man. Yeah. And it's, just... and it's, and it's people that's going to do it. Like it's people that's right. going, like and it's those won't... couple of yeah. chiefs that's going like Roger up all the time. Yeah. You know and they ain't going to argue about it. And it ain't just, you know, and people are like, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're the bullet getters. No, they're not the bullet getters. Right. Like I got chiefs out there that are doing things that, they don't need any more eval bullets, man. Like they're set on eval bullets, right? But they still Roger enough to do things. Yeah. You know, yeah. every single time because that's them. That's their nature, yeah. right? Because no one else raises uh, their hand. Like, no one else raises yeah. their hand. So yeah. 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 I'm, and and so, you're gonna have those those chiefs in the mess that's just gonna sit back and watch. And they're gonna complain. Not just the mess, the first class mess or whoever. Yeah. They're gonna sit back. Oh, yeah. but then they're gonna say that same thing you just said, Jay. They're gonna say, Oh, that's the guy that won the bill. He won all he yeah, won. After they didn't, yeah. After they didn't after they didn't up. volunteer to do shit. But but back to that <laughs> yeah, question. I, back to that question, Dumbo. I wanted to touch a little bit, man, that um that I also think that everybody's different, you know, yeah. on how they feel, they weigh around too. So uh, how they feel. They may want to, they may have a, they may like when you, like when you check in with the CMC, um, you may already have your plan. You know what I mean? Oh, how you want to attack this, how you want to attack your division first and then attack this collateral attack that you could have a plan already on how you want to do it. Uh, but then the CMC can also have a different plan for your ass when you get there. Probably man. Right. he may can tell you, no, Hey, I need some help here. I need some help there. So I think it's like a team thing uh, when it, when you get there. But of course, you want to take care of your sailors and make sure they square it yeah. away. But I also think it's a team on on needs too because you you in the mess now. You 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 got to step up if you need it. You going to step up. So it's kind of like one of those things where um, I think it's a team and you guys talking kind of like work that out. Yeah, and you and know, you do like you you've got everybody's different man, and you got to feel things out right because if you think for a second that. I'm not noticing that you took this division that was in shambles mm-hmm. and you took them up here. You, you brought them way up here, right? That's going to play that. That's, that's going to have weight in it too. Just like if you just came in and took, you know, a major collateral duty, like still you, I, I weigh those things, you know, the, the same, if that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? What I noticed. Oh, go ahead. Demo. Go ahead. Go ahead. All I was going to say was what I noticed about divisions was that like you, 
you never get to this absolute like knowledge of your division. Like you're gonna learn something about them till the day you leave. Like it's not like I was here for six weeks and now I know my guys, I could do it. Not like week seven, something gonna happen that you just didn't right. know or ever expect. That's all I was. Yeah. That's all I. Had. Uh, yeah, dumb, uh, Jay said something, man, that kind of touched me because we had a we had, I have had a CEO before and I actually a chain before uh, was not big on collaterals. Really didn't give two cents about collaterals. You know what I mean? They was about being a good chief, being a good deck plate leader, and this type of thing. Um, so it's good for me hearing it come from you that it kind of weighs that the, the kind of the same uh, when it comes to doing your work and all these clarity duties. Because sometimes right. um, you could be a chief on a ship and you don't have sailors. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have sailors, so you, you know, may have two, three collaterals because you don't have sailors. You know, so you gotta. It's kind of one of those things you kind of gotta. You know, I have that. I have that at, at where I'm at right now, right? Because, like, remember, like on a TDG, you ain't got very many chiefs that don't have divisions. Yeah, very yeah. few. Right here, yeah. the squadron, it's opposite. You've only got a few chiefs that run that run sailors. The rest of them, they run a maintenance. They run all these yeah, things, they, right? Yeah. So they don't have the sailors there. Um, but I'll be honest with you. You know, part of being a good chief is doing those collateral duties, right? Because they, they're, they're sailorization. They're things that we need that are going to benefit or improve our sailors. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's, that's where I get frustrated at. Like I should never ask, I, I should never have to ask you to do any of these, to do any of these collateral duties. Right. Or beg you, or I'm not going to beg you, but you know, um, but I shouldn't have to sit here and convince people to take these collateral duties. Right. Because they're going to benefit and they're going to help our sailors. Yeah. Now they not they might not always be luxurious, right? Like, um, you know, like MWR chief or the fun boss or whatever you want to call him, right? <laughs> I was MWR like, chief. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> I. I was too, right? Um, I just I just actually just changed them up. I had to add some new blood because I had this chief that was hungry, and you know, I was like, you'd be a good fit for MWR. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm ready. You know what I mean? Um, everybody comes in and they're like. Oh man, like I need Simeo, I need Dappa, I need CFL. Yeah, right? the, like, the stuff that's on the like the no, ladder and everything. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. need the things that everybody's that, that everybody's telling and you, you know, you can be just as successful, you know, doing 360. You can be just as successful being the MWR. You know what I mean? You're making impact. You're you're doing these things, right? Um, it's it's what you do with it, yeah. is yeah. is what it comes down to, right? Because you know, a lot of people think, oh, I got Dappa. I'm gonna make you know. I'm gonna make senior chief off of Dappa, dude. You had Dappa, but you didn't do any trainings. You didn't do anything throughout the year. What are you gonna put on your eval? Hmm. You know, and that's what I tell them. Like it's it's what you make of it, man. Um, it's what you it's what you do. Uh, but like I said, and that's what I was getting back to about those three or four go getters. You know that that every mess has um, is they ain't doing it to get the bullets, man. They doing it because they chiefs, and they see they see a need, they feel a need. Yeah. They doing it because they know they believe that it's going to have impact on our sailors. Yeah. yeah. Have you had a a like a considerably bad chief, like a defunct role program? You know, woman Armel, or like, have you had a bad chief? Uh um, I'm dealing with one. Mm. Yeah. So, um. You know, I've I've had I, I've 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 had to issue, um, you know, letters of instruction, 
letters of caution. Um, and then, you know, I, I had one, uh, you know, at a, a previous command where he was on the road program. Okay. Yeah. So I told him, I told him at midterms, man, I said, look, dude, uh, if you think you're going to be number one, just because you was number one last year and you're, cause you're a senior guy, that's not the way it's going to work, man. Like you have other chiefs at this command that are outperforming you. Like I'm telling you. Mm. Okay. He's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So then it came eval time. He went from EP to P. Mm. Right. Um, and you know, and, and, and he was like, I get it. It's cause I put my papers in. I was like, no, man, it's not because you put your papers in. I was mm-hmm. like, it's cause you took your pack off. Right. You, you took your pack off. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, there's other, there's other chiefs here that put their papers in that are still in the EP category. You are not, you took your pack off this, you know, there was chiefs that this is their second year being a chief that are now past you. Right. And again, I'll, I'll tell you that. Right. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, so I've, I've dealt with those on the road program. Um, you know, it's, it's frustrating some of the things that you have to deal with. And that's probably the part that I hate about this job the most, right. Is dealing, is dealing with those things. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, we still have to train chiefs. We still have to train each other. Right. Don't get, don't get me wrong, but there's things as, as a chief that you should, that to me are not acceptable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anytime it has anything to do involving a junior sailor. Okay. Whether it's that junior sailor, it's that junior sailor spout, whatever it is. Okay. Uh, no, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't tolerate that. Um, you know, uh, using your rank, being a bully, being a rank bully, like, that does not fly with me either. Right. Um, and you know, like I said, uh, and other people will say, well, if you get a DUI, you know, I can't handle, no man. Like, you know, yeah, those are mistakes. You're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna pay for those mistakes. Those are recoverable mistakes. Right. Yeah. To me, when you start doing things to junior sailors and stuff, um, intentional, you know, and I'm talking about the harassments, I'm talking about the, um, you know, uh, relationships, you know, I'm talking about those things. When you do those, when you start doing those things and they involve junior sailors, no, man, like I, I I can't, I can't, you're not going to come back from that to me, you know, uh, and, 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 and everybody has their, everybody has their own things, but yeah, man, uh, I do, I have those things, you know, and it's funny because my skipper's like, you know, me and my skipper, we'll talk about it and they'll be like, um, you know, how's this going to work? Right. I'm like, I'm going to bring them in my office and I'm going to tell them exactly what the fuck's going on. You know, I says, mm-hmm. and I tell my skipper, I says, you know, what you, what you don't see is chiefs, you know, we take care of, we take care of chiefs and in, in good and bad. Right. And I tell them, I'm like, if this person's fucking up, I guarantee you there's already five or six chiefs or my senior chief who's already pulled this dude in and had a conversation with him guaranteed. Right. Um, which they have. Right. And I was like, but that's how we do things. Like we gonna, we gonna handle our own. I says, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to do paperwork. Right. Because I would do paperwork on a junior sailor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or I wouldn't do paper, but you know, the chiefs would do paperwork on those junior sailors. I can't, I can't not do something like that. I can't, but what junior sailors don't realize sometimes is, 
you know, they don't, they don't always see when a chief gets disciplined. So a lot of times they think, oh, they slid that under the rug because that's a chief. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and you know, and I, I, you know, and you explain to them, no, no, trust me, that didn't get slid on the rug. Just cause you didn't see it happen. Doesn't mean it didn't happen, you know? So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's unfortunate, man. I mean, that's one of the things we do, but like I said, you have to find that balance. Right. And I love, I love, don't get me wrong. I love the mess. I'll always love the mess. I'll always be a chief's chief, but you have to find that balance, right? Like I, I'm, I'm just as devoted to the, to the E6 and below as I am to the mess. Yeah. Yeah. I look at, I mean, when I think about like, you know, like having a correct chiefs, like, like, like just thinking about what you were saying, I do kind of think it's weird. Like I liken it to like the, uh, like evals, for instance, like at some point you think you don't got to make corrections to evals. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like, all right, when I make first, my seconds go, you know, have done what right. I did as a second. All right, when I make chief, my first class is gone, you know, have ha- hit these evals up. All right, when I make C and chief, when those evals go past the chiefs, the evals going to be good to go. <laughs> Man, when I become the CMC, <laughs> after the evals lead the DLCPOs, the evals gonna be, you know, so it's like I would think it'd be damn, like damn, it's disappointing. I'm still fixing evals. So I mean, I say that, I say all that to say, like, when I think about like everything we expect out of like a chief, right? I don't, I'm still like, in, in my opinion, like still soaking a whole lot of knowledge in from CMCs and stuff like that, because I'm still trying to figure out my approach when a chief do some shit that, like, it should a chief should never do. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, like, yo, I'm a like yo, you like well, I was this no, you were a dumbass. Like you was being a yeah. dumbass. Like yeah. like I don't know. Like recently, like something happened. I had to explain something to my CMC about like a seller, and I'd already talked to the seller. CMC's like, hey, you know, like what happened? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, yo, yeah. it was, it was dumb. Like it was stupid. Like I don't know a better way to say this. Like you know what I'm saying? And we talked about it, you know, as well. So it's like it's one of those. I don't know yet how I would approach the defunct chief that I, our senior chief that I like expect more out of like, yo, what the fuck, man? So you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know, the hardest people to lead chiefs. Yeah. Right. That is the hardest right. people to lead is chiefs. Um, you know, man, like you, you got to hit it head on. Right. So, and again, a lot of this is trial and error for me. Like, I, I ain't going to lie to you, man. Like, I've, I, 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 before I make decisions, especially with chiefs, senior chiefs, things like that, man, um, I sit and I think for a while, I call other master chiefs, right? I'm not afraid to, you know, hey, what, what did you, what, what would you do? What, you know, what would you, um, so recently I had one, you know, uh, uh, and, and he's newer, this, you know, did some stupid shit, not nothing, nothing bad with the sailors, nothing like that. Just made some bad decisions. Uh, so I, I talked with my senior chief, talked with a couple of my chiefs that have been around for a little bit. And I said, Hey, look, I'm going to give you guys a chance to sit them down and have a conversation with them. Right. Um, because when it comes to me, like it's just, it's, it comes along with that, with that command cookie, right? Like, People think if, if, if Jay comes in and gets involved right away, like, oh shit, like this, you know what I mean? Like it's next level yeah. shit. And then you, and then you cut out your chiefs and you cut out your senior chiefs. You, you cut out those people 
and you didn't give him a chance to fix it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they did, they sat down and they had a conversation with him. Um, still work in progress. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we, we still working with this person, uh, but they didn't do something that was, that was horrible. Yeah. If, if that, if that makes sense, like, um, but before they get to that level, right. Like, and it, and it's, and it's true. Like all these chiefs coming in and they, 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 you know, they getting after him, you know? And it's like, Hey, look, would you think during the season we was, we was fucking with you? You know what I mean? Did you think we weren't, we weren't telling you the truth? Um, so, so they did, they, and they went in on him. Right. Uh, which is what he needed. So, uh, but we'll see, you know, but like I said, yeah, man, it's, it's hard. Like the first time I ever had to correct a chief, I was a chief. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it was, you know what, man, it, it was hard. Like, uh, I'll tell you, honestly, I think some of the chiefs in my mess looked at me differently afterwards, but it was one of those integrity things to me. Right. Like, I had sailors come to me, tell me that this chief had said some, some, some extremely inappropriate things to them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, they, the chief of Spanish sailors were Spanish. Alcohol was involved. He commented on their, their body types and started, you know, saying all these things to him, um, to where like he crossed the line, like way cross the line. You know what I mean? Uh, so when, when the sailor come and talk to me, obviously the sailor comes and talks to you cause they trust you. Right. They yeah. trust that you're going to do something. Yep. Um, so the first thing I asked the sailors, what would you like to see done? You know what I mean? Kind of like Simi, like, what would you like to see done? Uh, and they just said, we wanted to stop. Right. But this is like the third time it's happened. So I was like, okay. So I went and talked to the departmental, you know, the DLCPO and said, Hey, look, this is happening in our department with this person. Uh, and then, you know, obviously departmental gets a CMC involved, uh, you know, and he got, he got paperwork. Right. Um, and then he come at me, you know, cause he wouldn't even talk to me for a little bit. He come at me and he's like, man, why didn't you come say something to me, man? And I'm like, well, look, dude, like this was beyond me. Like I have to report that. You know what I mean? Like the things that you mm-hmm. said was reportable. Like I had to report that stuff. Like I went and and when I talked to the departmental senior chief, I said, do you want me to go back and talk to this dude? Cause I will. And he's like, no, like we have to do it this route. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I, you know, and finally I told this dude, I was like, you shouldn't have put yourself in that fucking situation, mm. bro. Well, man, I was tanked. Well, that's not an excuse, bro. Like how many DRBs have you sat at where when a, when a sailor comes in and says, oh, I was drunk, you know, like that's not a fucking excuse, man. Like, don't use that, bro. You a fucking chief, man. You said these things to these sailors. Like, and yeah. this ain't the first yeah. time your name's been brought Multiple up. Multiple times. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was hard. Yeah. But you know what? Like I said, for a little while, you could see that some some of the people, uh, they looked at you a little bit differently. Like, you know, oh man, like he ain't, he ain't, you know, he, he ain't true. Like, you know, what happens in the mess stays in the mess. Like, it ain't. That's not what that is. That's not what that even means, man. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, man, like, like I said, uh, it's hard, man. Sometimes you got to do it as a senior chief. Like I had to do it as a senior chief. Like I had two chiefs in my division that I had to, I don't, you know, they had some issues, man. And I'll tell you, bro, it was, it was hard. It, it's, it, it is, it's, it's difficult, man. 
I, like I said, Chiefs are the hardest one we got to yeah. lead, man. I, I I have do it. I had to do it a couple times too, but I feel like, like you said, once you hit it head on, you feel better about it though. At the end, you know what I mean, like because you may not know it, you just notice, you know, one side of it, you know some a certain situation. Yep. But once you hit it head on, you find out everything. You either can go harder, or you can feel like where it where it came yep. from. And once you know where it came from, you can actually. You know, speak on it a little bit differently too. Yeah. You know, when you know two sides or yep. something too. So, I do think the, the the best way to handle it, man, is head on, man, because um, you always can apologize later. <laughs> me, but you know, man, like you gotta you gotta address the elephant but, in the room, man. If you don't, right? You know, who knows, man? And and I ain't gonna, you know, and that's me. Like I'm not gonna apologize to you for correct for telling you what you don't want to hear, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like unless unless I find out like. What I came in and addressed you on, but I'm not gonna come in and I'm not gonna be yelling at you like I'm gonna DRB man. Yeah. I'm gonna t- you, hey, th- is this is this happening? Like, is did this did this really go down like this? Yeah, you know. And then, well, yeah, but no, no, we'll, we'll get to the butt later, right? But you did this, and then and then you know, and then I'll heat up. So I, you know, recently I think I've only blown up on one chief, and I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna get into that business, but. It takes a lot for me to get to that point, right? Was it like a blow up, blow up? Like it was pissed off. It was it it, it was uh, I went off because um he wasn't he he wasn't getting it. He thought what he was doing was really okay. Mm-hmm. He thought he was smarter than us. You know what I mean? Like and and I felt like he was just trying to play the the sea lawyer thing and stuff, and, and that wasn't what it was about, right? Uh, so. Yeah. So I did, um, and it, it it took a lot for me to go off, but you know he was doing some other things, man, and I just it just didn't sit right. Yeah. Now, now here's a here's a, a a thought like just popped in my head, like, but um, how do you deal, or have you ever had to deal with like, uh, you know how they say like the mess gets the vote on different kind of command decisions mm-hmm. sometime, and mm-hmm. from what I know, like most of them should go through the mess and kind of be vetted, you know, through the mess. And we decide what happens when it's one of those command decisions that we are used to seeing vetted through the mess, but it comes down from Captain XO. And it's pretty much like ACMC, you know, uh, this is happening, you know, get the mess, you know, buy-in because it's happening. Like, how do you deliver that? Like, or have you ever had to deliver that? And then so it, it, it's a again like and I, I hate to keep saying it depends, but it does, right? Like it depends. So if my skipper and XO ever come to me saying this is our new policy, mm-hmm. right? Which they have never had to do. Okay. But if they come to me and say this is our new policy, this is what's happening, right? Um, I'm gonna be like, okay, like I'll go. I'll, I, hey, this is our policy. This is the way we're going, right? And I'll, and I'll go sell to the mess. Um, but I'll also tell them. You know, what decisions have we made to what what decisions have we made in the mess that have failed this command? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you know, and then and, and they'll look at me like, what are you talking about? Well, you're not giving us a chance to make this decision right now. So obviously we failed you somehow, right? Unless obviously like it's a you know, it's a, a guidance, this shall happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. those are easy. But I'll be I take everything through my mess, right? I, I take everything through my mess 
So if, if there's something I'll never take through my mess, they're not going to question it. Right. Cause they're going to know that, Oh shit. Like this has to happen. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's funny. Cause we just, we just, we just had four TRPs yesterday. Right. It was pain. It was, it was a long day yesterday. Um, yeah. but, um, we did four DRBs, uh, and you know, we sparked some discussion. Right. Uh, and, and I'll tell my mess, like, I'm going with what you, with what you vote on right now. And I'll always do that. I'll always go up and, uh, and I'll tell the skipper next. So what we voted on, but I'll also tell the mess, like, if I disagree with you, I'm going to tell you down here that I disagree with you, but I'm going to take it up to the skipper. Right. Cause I know what the skipper's always going to ask. What was the vote? Well, mm-hmm. this was the vote. All right, CMC, what's your thoughts? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I disagree and here's why, but this is, this is something that we voted on. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I, and I, and I'll give them both. Right. And the skipper will ask me, well, which one do you want to go with? Let's go with what the mess has. Right. Unless it's something that I know that I know is going to go wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know, and there's only been like one or two times where I've had to tell the mess, like, I, this is not like, I'm changing, I'm, cha- I'm, ch- I'm changing what our recommendation is. And here's why, but I'm still going to tell the skipper what your recommendation was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's only, like I said, that, that's only happened like once or twice for me, but I'm always going to tell them in the mess, like I disagree and here's why I disagree, or this is what I'm going to tell the skipper, you know, but like, like I said, if, if, you know, if they come down with something and I, I, I can't even think of anything that they've, they've come down with, but, uh, you know, normally it would, it would come, it would come down from the CAG level, the ISIC level or something higher. Right. Yeah. Um, and if that happens then you know what, I'll go down there and I'll tell them, Hey, look, this is the new policy. Like this is, this is the way it is, yeah. you know? And now of course, chief mess are going to be like, well, why is that? You know? And, and I'll tell them the why I'll always tell you the why, if I know the why, um, but I'll also tell them like, this isn't open for vote, man. Like this, this one ain't open for discussion. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, and, but that doesn't, like and, I said, and it seems like that the, the CEO or whoever's in charge, they know the CMC going to take it down to the mess and vote. Right. They already they know like, that my, my, because to me, I feel like if you need it, if they're trying it together like that, they are making the CMC. And this is my opinion. They are making the CMC have that 51%, right? And they know yeah. that's not going to roll down there in the mess like that. They know it's going to be some some hate and discontent if that's the situation, right? Right. Um, but at the same time, I feel like have a CO and an XO ever said, hey, CMC, I need an answer right now and made you that 51%. Have they ever like came out and said, okay, yeah. I, need a, I need an answer right now, CMC? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that that's happened. You know what I mean? And and I make those decisions. But like I said, I think I've built that rapport with my my mess enough to know that if I've made a now decision without them, that they know that it had to be a now decision. You know what I mean? And they're gonna support mm-hmm. it, right? And 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 they they'll they're like, it is what it is, man. Let's let's do this, right? But they know that they know that that's not my normal train of thought. Yeah. Because there's some, you know. Everybody does things differently, right? And I, I ain't taking it away from from some of those because there's people out there that are just like, nah, man, I just make fifty one percent most of the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
it's easy. Like I'm a CMC. I'm that's what I'm here for. Right. And, and that works for some people. Right. But, uh, you know, while we're talking CMCs, um, there, there was a, there was an episode you mentioned a name and I'll tell you, this was probably one of my biggest mentors. And I don't even think she really knows that man, but, um, Suze Whitman, man. Yeah, man, she was my first CMC. You know, yeah, she was my first CMC. She, when she was over in Hawaii, uh, I, I just I seen her, and I seen her at like some chief events, and I was like, man. So I went up to her, and I was like, hey, will you sign off some of my uh, PQS? And she was like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, just run through my aid, and and uh, we'll set up some time, right? And I was like, okay. So I went through her aid. She cut out like two hours of her day, man. And I went and we we probably had the most realest conversation ever, man, for like two hours, bro. I'll tell you, probably about for about an hour and 40 minutes, 20 minutes of that whole time was PQS. Everything else was just like we're talking right now. Like, uh, but man, I seen her like just a couple of times, man. Uh, just the, I don't know, man. It's just the energy she bring everywhere yeah. she goes, man. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Like- she like a she's a leader. She's a leader's leader, man. Like she, yeah. she yeah. like I said, she was my first CMC, like in the Navy, right? First command, first CMC I met. And just so much that she taught me, you know, like even about like when to like to toot your horn. You know what I mean? Like she even because yeah. I I'm, you know, head down, uh tail between my legs, Philly kid just wanting to work hard, like all the time. Like I just want to work. And do this, do this, and not you know, I having fun outside of work and doing crazy stuff. But like we had inspectors on board one day, and she was like, "Is now is the time?" You know, because I guess they were asking about the the electrician that was doing a drill. She was like, "Toot your horn a little bit. Let them know it was you. Now is the time to kind of you know." Yeah. And so she and it helped me with establishing those controls. And a crazy thing about my story with her was when I made chief and I went through um, final night. She was on the beach, like she was there. I'm like, damn, man, we, you know, we got to take a picture. And she was there because, you know, she was doing her thing. Um, right. We got to take a picture. But, man, it's it's nothing but love and respect for her. And I was happy for her to be there, you know, when I made chief because she was, like, one of the first, like, impactful, uh, like, chiefs that I that I met, man. She's great. She's, she's amazing. You know what I'm saying? I uh, think yeah. some people was thinking she might. I think some people was, like, kind of, like, rooting for her to, you know, go Mick Pond. Mick Pond, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was, so I remember it was, uh, her, uh, it was her name, uh, Gert Giovanni, does it Giovanni, um, and April, who yeah. I've never met, right? Like, so I, I could never make a, uh, an assumption on April. Like I've heard two different sides of, of who she was. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like when they were, when they were doing that, actually, we were talking about the SCA class earlier, right? I think when they were, I think when they were discussing that, I think I was, I was over there for the, I was over there for one of the classes. I can't remember if it was the SCA or the, the CMC course. I think it was SCA um, when they were going to announce that stuff over, over everything. Right. Cause you hear all these people like, yeah, I hope it's April. Yeah. I hope it's Suze. Uh, you know, and then they said his name and a lot of people were like, a lot of people didn't know who he was. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, like, I'm just telling you, man, just like, cause there's like hundreds of chiefs there at these, at these things. Right. And, you know, and I went up and asked her and she was just like, yeah, you know, come on, c- come on over, man. Uh, I'll make some time for you. Just talk to my aide, get everything clear. 
Yeah. And I went in her office and she had all these log books, right, up in her bookshelf. And she showed me. And she's like, I write down every day, every day, you know, good, bad, or ugly. And she's like, and then I go back into them and I look at them. She's like, they're kind of like charge books, but they're from me. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, it was. I love her, man. I love her. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah, I love her. When you, I got yeah, love when her. You, we were talking about that and I was like, man, like when you said that name, I was just like, oh, like, I think I still got that PQS around here somewhere uh, yeah, man, just because I had her signature. And, she seemed like four feet tall, bro. Like, yep. you know, she's about four feet, man. You yep. know what I'm saying? But like, as mighty as a giant, you know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, she could feel, like she could feel a mess, man, in a, in yeah. a heartbeat. Like, just and, her and, presence. And it's good to see, like, you know, for me, like, you know, you being a CMC and, um, it's just good to see, like, when the influential person, like, when you see where that goes, like, how, yeah. like how far that that goes. You know what I'm saying, Damon? Like, how far does that chain extend from just this person? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a product of uh, Mass Chief Whitman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a few of us are products. So, so it's good to. And then when as we as we move up in our trajectory, you know, as people that's products of us, you know, who. Uh, at, in turn, we're still products of, you know, the lessons that we learned from her. So what's some of the biggest lessons you learned along the way, Jay? Man, every day, bro. <laughs> like yeah. every, no, I'm not going to say every day. I, I've got, you know, I've got lessons where I, I look back at some things. I'm like, man, uh, I probably should have done, you know, I probably should have done that different, you know, like, uh, you know, maps, right? Like I told you earlier that, uh, that I overrode the Chiefs one time, right? And this was early on. Um, and I thought that this other person was going to be the better candidate. Mm-hmm. And I looked at their records. I looked at everything. I thought that I thought that they weren't giving him, I'm not going to say a fair shake, but because he, he didn't have a chief in where he was working at, right? So they didn't get to see him all the time. Uh, and, and I did. I told him, I said, I disagree with, 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 your op, with, with what you're saying. Uh, and I'm going to choose this one. Like I, like I told you, I, I, I told them I would always be up front with them. And they told me, it's like, Jay, you're making a, you're making a bad decision, man. Yeah. Uh, and I just got there, you know what I mean? I, so I was just looking at the records and stuff and, and I was like, okay, you know, and man, it was a bad decision. <laughs> like it was a bad decision. Uh, you know, so it taught me early on, like, even though you think if, if, if you're, if your mess is telling you something that you're not seeing right doesn't mean that it's not happening does that make sense like you you know you really got to trust uh you you know you really got to trust their expertise right uh and like i said i i came in and wasn't trying to prove myself but i just i thought i was seeing something that they weren't seeing yeah it's crazy because that that's normally where i see CMC. That's normally where I see it get weird at with like maps. Like, like, right. like I don't know if Damon can attest to it too, but that's normally where I see like weirdness happen. It's like with maps. Like, damn, like yeah. how? Well, the weirdness, the <laughs> right. weirdest part about it too is regardless of what the mess said, whatever, the CEO can come up there and be like, hey, nope, this person. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, that, yeah. it's like, kind of like people don't understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a skipper's, it's at the end of the day, it's the skipper's the one that, that makes a call. Yeah. Like, we're just making recommendations, yeah. right? But you know, let's face it, 95% of the time, at least, Skipper's going to take your recommendations. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Unless, but, unless you go up there and the department heads probably talking about this person and the chief miss talking about this person, and then right. it's kind of it's kind of like right. crazy then, but. 
yeah, you're right. Most of the time, if if you can get the right person there and talk about it and they're about the same page is easy, but yeah. But you, you know, man, like I'm, I'm still learning every day, man. I, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. Like I still got a lot of growing to do in this job and being outside of the, you know, the swole community and being outside of the ship community, man, and being in a new one, like I got that much more to learn every day. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I think you, you probably would have felt, I, like I think it. you probably would have felt like you would have been more comfortable if you would have went to Swole, right? You, you probably, cause oh, you know, oh, absolutely. yeah, more comfortable. Oh, absolutely. I would have been, you know, I would have went right back in my comfort zone, man. So yeah. like I do, man, like, I, I don't, I like every day, man, like, I, you know, and that's just one example, um, where you, you know, you do, you learn, you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that one or shit that worked. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I should have done that one eight months ago. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, one of my biggest lessons I learned is, is, you know, and I'm sure you've heard this before and I'll tell you what it means to me, right. Is don't pick up a pen angry. Don't ever pick up a pen angry. Uh-huh. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, uh, when you are mad and you're going to write somebody up, right. Instead of taking that 24 hours and thinking about everything, right. And thinking about the whole situation. And then you go put that pen to paper if you still need to. Uh, if that makes sense. Mm. Right. Um, so that's just something that I've done and on something I try to teach my, my, my chiefs to do. Right. Like, uh, yeah, I understand you pissed. Like I understand that this person fucked up, right. Um, was late, whatever disrespected you. You're telling me that this stuff's out of the norm. You try to figure out the why, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why this has happened? Like, don't get me wrong. Um, Dom, I'm just like you, man. I'm huge on accountability. Right. Just cause just because you're having problems, I'm still going to hold you accountable. But let's let's figure out what the problems are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, don't that shit don't so, that shit just come with experience though, man? I remember when I was a young sailor, I was right, man. I go right at the problem. I go right at it. Yeah, oh, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. And now, man, I really do. I feel like I really do think about situations now. Like it'll come to me, yeah. and I feel like sometimes I just sit down and just think about it for a few you know for a little while you that's normally that's not me normally i'd be like okay i'm going no, right to this no. i'm going to slam this you know, right now but it's it, it was just like drb yesterday like we you know we had some we had some decisions to make right and and it was like but i want to hear from my mess options you know what i mean like what are our options like i already know the easy option easy button says send them up you know, and, and talk to Skipper. That's, that's always easy, but what are our options, you know, to do other things and, and get the point across? Um, but then, you know, uh, like I said, uh, and I've, I've found, like I said, unless I have to make that decision now, right. Like I want to think about it. I want to, yeah. I want to think about it. And I thought about it last night and I'm, you know, some more things came to me, right? Like, well, if we do it this way, then that happens. Right. But if I don't do this, then I'm not setting this, then we're not setting a standard. So um, it's a lot better than just, you know, making those decisions, right? Cause what you don't yeah. want to do is you don't want to go up and tell the skipper, yep, this is what we're going to do. And then go sit in your office for a few minutes. And then you think like, oh man, no, 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 no. Hey skipper. No, I'm just kidding. Like we just, we want to do it this way. Right. And you go back and you sit. So, you know, cause I used to be a now, now I still am a now person. Like if I got a problem, we're going to get after it right now. Right. Uh, and I, th- I think that's one of the things that's, it frustrates me, but it's for the right reasons, right? Like, especially when you deal with Simeo, Sapper, things like that, right? Like, you want to, you want to get 
from beginning to the end today. Like, boom, let's do this, right? Like you do. Yeah, because, that used to frustrate me as a simian. You know, <laughs> it frustrates me more, more than I've got this problem that I can't solve right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, but it has to go through a process, and the process yeah. for good reasons, right? But like I said, that that stuff, man, that just irritates the shit out of yeah. me. Like, but why you why why you it. why you on that topic? Like that as a semio that used to kill me. Like you know, like I get oh, yeah. you know, I go to a chief because you know it's a it's an informal, so I could get you know a chain of command mm-hmm. involved. So I'm like, hey man, you know, I got you know informal heads up, you know, this happening, and the chief is like snap, like. Hey, whoop, like, 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 I gotta do this. Like, what you need me to do? Like, and yeah. then, like, I go, like, right after I finished talking to the chief, I go yeah. to my office and he shot me like two emails, like, hey, I'm getting these guys together. Like, such and such. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, like, I got it. Like, it's called an IRS. Let me talk to these guys. <laughs> right, Let me bring right. this out. He's like, no, like, I got it. I got it. He come talk to me the next day. He bringing guys <laughs> to me. Like, hey, you wanna come through training? It's like, yo, chill right. out, man. Like, calm down, man. Like, we go take care of this. So yeah, I know exactly what you you know yeah, what you're talking because, about. Because I mean, it just it burns you up, right? It does, man. Yeah. Because it's like, but then like you said, like, and it comes with experience, man. Like you just got to know, like these things take time for right reasons. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, those those things, man. I'm telling you, like, uh, frustrate me, man. Yeah. But well, uh, it, it reminds me. It remind me of when I was going through ELDs. Like I was going through the EL, the leader development uh, training, right, right. and like they would ask questions and like. Like, like we would always want to have. By we, I'm talking about the class, but we would always want to have the answer the moment they asked the question, right? And they were, and this was on like teachbacks, right? So mm-hmm. on teachbacks, you 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 facilitating the course, right? So what they would do is, as they were fac- facilitating the course, if somebody asked them a question, they would bounce it back to the room, like, hey, well, anybody else experienced this or whatever? So you get like kind of like engagement from everybody around. But when we got up to do teach back, like the students, like they would ask like crazy questions, like, you know, so they were acting like sellers in the course, right? right? Our instructors were acting like sellers and they would ask like a crazy question, like what a, like, well, my chief is an asshole and boom, boom, boom. Right. And it's like, the, the now we just want to answer it all. Whoa. Have you talked to your chief? And they like, yo, you like, like stop trying to chief it. Like, like. And, and like, try stop. to facilitate it. Yeah, yeah. Like, stop trying to yeah. have the answer right away immediately because I'm a chief. I'm expected to have this answer yeah. or whatever like that. Like, bounce it. And like you said, um, give it some time, man. Like, outside of that ELD course, of course. But right. give it a moment so that you're not making an emotional, you know, response. Absolutely. Or whatever. Because they emotional responses mm-hmm. kill us. Yep. Yes, they do. You say shit you regret. Right. I mean, we do that at like yeah. even like in the marriage, like which you, you know, which is <laughs> like if you say hey, something, and once, hey, and once it's out, man, it, hey, once it's out, it, you can't take that back. Oh, never man. unsay it. You wish never you wish you it. could, but man, no, yeah, you you, you yeah. hit that one right on the head, man. I think I got like a whole three week period of things that I wish I never said. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know right? what I'm saying? Like <laughs> on, on deployment, like messages I wish I never wrote. Like oh, you, know? man. you remember like, when you I said this? <laughs> you remember when you said <laughs> that? Now you forgot about it, man. You don't care about it. <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah, you remember when you said yeah, now, that? Hey, man. Now, now, Jay, I got a question for you though. Uh, like. The CMC job, how, how does it? You brought up earlier when we were talking about like uh, going different places and it, right. it actually impacting and affecting your, your wife and how she felt about moving. Right. Um, is does any of this job spill over to your spouse or do so y'all? 
you know, and I and I heard you guys' uh, podcast the other day, right about, uh, and I I don't know the master's name that he was great on the don't give up the ship, right? Yeah, he don't want but his name no. It, no, 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 which is cool. Like <laughs> you know what, I, I, I like that. But uh, <laughs> uh, he was talking about like, you know, well, as a cob or as a CMC, your spouse is expected to, right? Um, I believe the same thing. Is he like my spouse is my spouse? You know what I mean? Like. She, yeah. she's going to do what she's going to do. I'm not going to force her to go to anything. Now, don't get me wrong. My, my wife loves to go to, to the dinners. You know, she likes to dress up and go out to these things. Right. So, so she likes, she likes those things. Um, but like, I'm not going to put her, you know, I asked her to, she'll go to the FRG meetings just, to, you know, just to go. Um, but not, you know, she's not going to be an FRG president. She's not going to be anything like that. Right. Um, but I leave it up to her what she wants to go to and what she doesn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause so we, we met late, you know, late in my career. So I was already a chief. So she never got to experience the chief season and things like that uh, from that side, Yeah, which, you know, was a little bit difficult because people would come ask her when we go to these, uh, to these things with the selectee spouses, like, what, what was your experience? You know, what was your experience? <laughs> she just laughs and like, I didn't have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, you can't do it without the support of your spouse, man. Like there is no way, dude, like I'll come home and, you know, and I'll, you know, I've had a bad day and, you know, and she'll tell me, you're going to leave that at work or what, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Um, but, but I'll also tell you, man, like she's, uh, when my skipper's wife, you know, had passed, and after I left that house, right, before I went back to my office, I went back home for a few minutes, you know, and man, like I bought, like I cried, like everything. Right. But I did that mm-hmm. to her. Right. And she's, you know, and she was there and she, you know, she took it. She, she helped me out. But like when we had the earthquakes, um, you know, and we're manning that EOC, uh, her and my daughter made a whole bunch of chili, a whole bunch of cookies. Right. And they brought it into the EOC. Right. Um, so she's and, and she loves doing that stuff. We had the fires, you know, and our our IC was two hours, you know, away from where we were at. Right. She makes me this big thing of chili. Uh, and I take it up to all the firefighters and stuff. And they're like, oh, thanks. CMC, thanks. CMC. I'm like, don't thank me. Like, that's my wife. You know, yeah. Your wife made this for all of us. Like, yeah. Like, you know, um, but she's always been she's been supportive. Right. Like I, like I said, I wasn't, I'm not, Hey man, I was, I was scared when I had to tell her cause I told her we're going to Hawaii. Right. Mm. So when I had to go back and tell her we ain't going to Hawaii no more, we're going to Lamore, right? Like, to like Park, man, so. you, you still, you still love me, <laughs> she right? She like, was going no, home, <laughs> um, you know, and there's some that, that, that want to do that spouse role and be, you know, mm-hmm. be that person. Like my, my wife will show up, when we do command events, you know, she'll come, but she'll, she's there to be, be with me, you know, be my family. She's not there to be like, hi, I'm the CMC's wife. How you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in the same note, like she'll help, you know, she'll help people out, you know, she'll, she'll do, she'll do those things. Um, but she doesn't, you know, she's shy. So she's not going to be that one out there doing those things. I mean, we have the CPO spouse association here. And she goes to the meetings and stuff like that, but, uh, and, and, and participates, but no, like, I, I don't think I've 
I don't think that would go well if I told her, Hey, you're, you're my, you're my wife. You have to go to this event. Right. Yeah. Like that just wouldn't go well. <laughs> you're a she MC. You're, 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 <laughs> yeah. you're a she yeah. MC. Yo. Yeah. So, no, so hey, I, I really only really got like two more questions. Me. Um, like, so this one, right. So I stand duty officer from Tuesday to Tuesday. Right. So from Tuesday to Tuesday, I got my duty phone. Right. So any time of day, any time of night, I could get a phone call and my job is back on. I'm back duty officer. Right. I have to respond. Right. So it's like a mini kind of responsibility that I carry along with me for the seven days. Mm-hmm. But after Tuesday, I get that phone up and it's over. It's cut off. I'm not, I don't get a phone call at night. It's done. Right. But the way I look at this CMC job is that you always have that phone. Right. Like no matter what, like even if you on leave, you yep. know, so, um, you know, my question to you, number one was, is that true? And then my second question is when the last time that you felt like you were actually off? So when I was at the 06 command, I, I had a duty phone here. I don't have a duty phone, but everybody's got my phone number anyways. Right. So it's kind of like my duty phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, man, it, it, it doesn't. And that's, and that's what I tell people, right? Like you don't have working hours. All right. Mm-hmm. Nobody going to say nothing to me if I show up at zero nine. Right. Nobody's going to question why I showed up at zero nine, anything like that. Um, but you know, and people are like, well, you don't have to stand duty and you stand duty every day. Right. Like, cause you don't know when you're going to get that next phone call. The next phone call could come, uh, you know, not come at all for three weeks or your whole weekend could be, phone calls could be things you're dealing with. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that's, and to me, that's, that's, that's part of the, that's, that's part of the job right now. Uh, but, and they, but they tell you this, the CMC Cobb course, you have to disconnect every once in a while. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to put, you have to turn that phone off. Right now. Yeah. You, you know, you need to give your, your skipper an XO that courtesy of I'm turning my phone off for this many hours. Like I'm not going to be available. Right. Um, and that gives you, you know, and it gives your, your senior chiefs or whoever's interested in the program time to step up a little bit. Right. Um, but I felt like I was off, uh, you know, when we were dealing with, uh, with my mom's passing, right. Like my chiefs mess, my wardroom or my, you know, my ready room, my XO, my skipper refused to call me for anything. Like they said, hey, this is your time, your family. Like, ain't nobody calling you. Um, you know, we we will figure this out. We got this, right? So I did. I I felt like I felt like I was completely disconnected, and I ain't got to worry about that. Like I said, I got a good mess. They're gonna figure it out, right? Um, and and like I said, like, and I came back to work, you know, and they told me take this many days off, right? And I came back to work before. You know, before they were expecting me, and they's they's like, "Why are you here?" Of course, here? you did. You know what I mean? Like, why are you here? And I, and, and and I had to tell them, man, like, I need to be here, right? And they're like, "No, like, don't get this wrong. Like, we don't need you here. Like, we got this." And I was like, "No, maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. I need to mm, be here. Like, mm, this is yeah. for me. You know, um, this is this is part of how I'm 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 grieving, how I'm I'm dealing with, and I'm not pushing out to the mm. side, but." You know, this is where I, this is where I find my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you do, man. And, and I'm telling you, man, you get calls from spouses, <laughs> you get calls from moms, you get calls from, you know, police departments, from, 
it, 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 it varies, right? It does. And you'd be surprised how, how many people get you, like, especially your duty phone. How many people get that? <laughs> I know, right? Like, how did you get this? And they got they, and they had yeah. that number for years too, man. Like they had yeah. it from the, the yeah. previous CMC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. So yeah, uh, so yeah, it, it doesn't. But that's part of the job. You know what I mean? Like that's your that's your duty days. Yeah, you know, and and, and it, you know, yeah, like there's more that comes with it, right? Um, but. But yeah, you know, like if I go to the movies or I go something like that with my family, I'm I'm turning the phone off for a little bit. Mm. I, I'm 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 unplugging. Like one thing about China Lake that made me nervous was I like to go I like to go fishing. I like to that's that's how I like to decompress. Right? Ain't nowhere I went fishing at had cell service, mm. so I would have to come down, you know, from where we're at every few hours just to see if there was something going on, right? Um, and then. You know, I figured out technology and it was like, hey, man, why don't you just get a satellite phone? But sometimes it was like, I don't want to be bothered. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this yeah. is this is me trying to get out. But everybody has their own thing. But, yeah, they'll, they'll tell you that in the CMC cop school is like you have to disconnect every once in a while. You have to put that phone down. Yeah. You know, so. Man, that was my last like major, you know, real big question. But I can't, me personally, I can't let you go without a book suggestion, like a leadership. You got any leadership books that you suggest or recommendations? Man, I'm a horrible person when it comes to that. I, I, my mother-in-law bought me these two books. Um, I read one and I cannot remember the name of it, but it was, uh, the author was uh, the, the, the Navy SEAL uh, Admiral that was the, that was famous for Make Your Bed. Uh huh. Um, but I I read his I read his book, and he's got another one that I I have not read it yet. But and I thought that was pretty awesome. Like to see him, um, as as open, you know, uh, like I call open kimono as he was, because uh, it was it was like, it was kind of like a podcast if you if you read the book right because he he was open about everything from uh from when he came in to when he came through training to. The, the stuff that he overcome. Uh, and I like it cause it's not like, uh, you know, it wasn't all about war. It wasn't all about these missions that they did. Right. Yeah. But it was how they got there and kind of the leadership and how he got to his point of, uh, if, when you wake up in the morning, make your bed. Yeah. So I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good, man. Um, yeah. And that's that's Admiral uh, William McRaven for anybody. That's yes. listening, if you got, yeah. Admiral William McRaven. Uh, so, um, so it's funny, man. I, I, I see your guys' things and I see you guys are doing Band of Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're doing Band of Brothers. I, did, you watch man, it already? Did you watch Band of Brothers? Man, I watched that in like 2002, 2003. <laughs> it was our deployment. Like, like in five alpha, man. And, and I'll tell you, uh, it seemed like every, we, we would watch every Saturday. And by the time we were getting towards the end. Like you could not fit any more bodies in five alpha, right? Like Yo, we would yeah. grab pizza. We would come over there from the mess decks. We would sit. I was, cause I was still first class, right? We were sitting there watching band of brothers, the us, the, the BF and, and man. Yeah. So, so before we get in, cause that's, I mean, you might as well kick it with us for band of brothers then before we get into that, my book uh, is the four agreements. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about it. If you've never heard of it, get it. It's great, man. Uh, the four agreements it changed my life man totec uh the yeah man shout out to uh 
Tony, Tony Arroyo, who just had a birthday, he gave me this book, The Four Agreements, just randomly. I don't know why he gave it to me. And it changed my entire life. And if ever somebody asked me to get somebody my favorite book, it's The Four Agreements. But let's get back to Band of Brothers, right? So Band of <laughs> Brothers, uh, episode four, Replacements. I know Damon loved to start these off, man. Well, man, let me tell you about The Replacements, man. So, hey... Another really, really good episode, man. I can't complain at all about the episode. So it is what it says, though. I mean, um, the name of it. The name of it is The Replacement. So, you know, um, over the time they've been over in these couple of uh, episodes, people been dying. <laughs> okay, right? So with that being said, they somebody going to have to fill the shoes of the people who didn't die. So they got new um new people there new soldiers there man and and um and the thing about the the whole episode is, is it goes like it's like even though this this came out in 2001 it's almost still you know relevant today it's like how you trying to fit in right like, you know what i'm saying you look at the senior people there you want to be like them and it's kind of how this episode is started off where like they got their jump wings or they got whatever they, whatever they have and 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 they being looked up to right so it's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. It started off, right? Um, but it's a lot of stuff going on in this episode, man. Like they, uh, that was different from the the other episode that we've been watching before. They had a successful, you know, drop. You know, everybody got there. They they the whole team was there together. Uh, when they made, yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah, man. it looked good. It beautiful man. shot. Good, man. good shot. Beautiful shot. It looked really good. Um. But a couple of things I want to point out in this episode, man. One um, was about the uh, trust your intel, right? Trust your intel, man. Like it was a it was a it was a part in the, in the, in the movie where they was trying to let the the tanker know that it's a tanker on the other side of this building, and he got up there. He telling him he was mm-hmm. like, hey. They told us not to make that much, not to destroy that much, you know, the buildings and the neighborhoods and stuff like this. But this guy said his tanker, like, right there. So, first off, why are you sending soldiers over to somewhere and then tell them, don't, don't blow things up? I don't know why. I don't know how that happens either. But so, by the time they yeah. came around that corner, that's kind of when everything kicked off, right? He told them it was there. Time that they, they, so they had to make sure they see the tank first. But when they saw it, yeah. it was a little bit too late, right? So yeah, no, and these were the these were the British the British tankers, yes. right? So this was an allied allied operation, right, between Americans and British. The American went to tell the British tanker, like, "Hey, like, watch out!" And he was like, "Nah, fuck that." Yeah, right? yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Right. Um, so yeah, man. So trust your intel, man. Um, that was one of the big things I had. Um, what else I had? Um. <laughs> When he went over there, they said, oh, for, before they went over, it was like, hey, man, this is a, it's going to be an easy mission. You know, a lot of old men and kids, <laughs> right? Kids, yep. That was one of the yeah. things that caught my eye. He said a lot of old men and kids. And then he said the same thing after they had fought and a lot of them died. He brought that, that he said that same thing again. I guess, I guess it's going to be another easy one, right? Old men and kids. But, you know, let them know, yeah. hey, you better be prepared for everything. It wasn't a lot of old men and kids. They actually lost a lot of people um, in this battle. They actually lost this battle, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah so they got the ass it, whooped. Like, for sure. Um, what, what, like, uh, one thing in there, man, I'm going, I'm rambling back and forth right now, uh, but 
Yeah, yeah. Let me, like, while you're talking, yeah. let me jump in with yeah. you then. Like, yeah, so Easy Company's regiment, the 506, lost 180 men while 560 were wounded. Yeah. Of the entire 101st Airborne, 750 were killed and 2,100 injured. At Arnhem, at Arnhem, the British 1st Airborne lost nearly 8,000 men. So that's what was happening that yeah. day. They was getting their ass whooped, man, over there. One of the lieutenants got shot, man. It was a couple of funny parts. One of the lieutenants got shot, man, and he's like, man, one bullet, he got four holes in him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know why I'm yeah. picking up on little things like that, man, but one bullet, four holes, man. That was crazy. So uh, it was, yeah, It's it's been about, like I said, almost 20 years since I watched that, right? Um, but I just remember, like, I don't know, man, just the camaraderie, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you felt like you got to know these people, uh, and then all of a sudden, one of them, one of them gone. Right. You know, one of the things I did remember just because I I don't know if it was just how it was done or just how sad it was, but like when you're talking about when they went to pick up the dry cleaning. Oh yeah. That was, that was one of the best endings I've seen. Like, and then it was like, well, you want this one? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Like that, it, that, that would hit home hard, right? That yeah. would definitely right. hit home. Yeah. I mean, I remember some of the battles, some of the explosions, things like that. But like, I don't know when you said that, it just resparked. Like I remember that. Yeah. Like that was like, holy yeah, it was crap, crazy. Man. Like they know how to start an yeah. episode, yeah. and they know how to end. end they know how to yeah. start. And let me and tell you, like, episode. like my ending. This is what got me at the end of this one, though, that I want to bring. Doug, I know Dumbo, he big on the, like beginning, how they starts and how they end. So for this one, the ending hit me. When the replacements got their respect, right, and and the replacement got their respect when they went back and got the you know they had an OG there, a guy that had been there for a while. He got shot up; they, they couldn't find him, but they was the yeah. ones that was volunteering to go out there and like look right. for him. So when he came back, yeah. you know, I feel like then everybody was clapping up the replacements. I feel like then they yeah. finally got their respect in this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, let's start at the opening interview, right? So. I'm finally realizing that though, like the the people that's talking are actually the 506, like the people that were there, like they actually those people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm just realizing, like, like I mean, I've been watching it. Maybe I'm a dumbass, but I'm just realizing, like, these were the guys yeah. or whatever, right? So this is uh, September 13th, 1944, England, right? Um, the first, you know, I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm probably going to go, AJ, I'm probably going to go back and watch Band of Brothers again after we watch it. Cause right now when I'm watching it to kind of analyze it, yeah. you know, I'm pausing it, right. And taking notes and stuff. I'm probably going to go back just to enjoy the show. Cause it's a great fucking show, man. I probably you know need to go back and watch it again, man. I've been thinking about that. Um, yeah, yo, it's a classic show. So yeah. this, this episode, right. It's cause someone, I'm going to try to get you. If you don't really remember episode we talk about, right. This dude, he had a unit. It's crazy because it's James McAvoy, the dude that played as a Professor X, like like the dude. But like this yeah. is like he looked the same. Like this was years ago. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the dude from Split, right? But um, so he had a unit citation award on, right? Um, and the dude's like, "Yo, what you wearing?" He's like, "Oh, this is a unit citation award for what the regiment did in Normandy." And the dude was like, "You weren't there," you know what oh. I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, I could see that, I could see that happening like on a ship. You know what? Well, you wasn't on deployment with us. Why you, you know what I'm saying? But the dude took it off. He took his award yeah. off. Right. He put it on the table. But then what I wasn't expecting was for old boy to go over to the dude. <laughs> like, yo, you ain't fight, <laughs> you ain't fighting that battle either. You ain't fighting Normandy either. 
Why you, yeah, right. Call him yeah. too. Yeah. Hey, you yeah, see yeah, how he yeah. tried to so, take up for himself? How he tried to clarify it afterwards? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got hurt yeah. on the jump. Like, <laughs> got I got jump. hurt on the jump. Yeah, right. So this was um um this was an allied operation, right? Um, I forgot the name of it, like uh, Merritt Garden or something, and and I ain't holding. But they supposed to drop in the Occupy Normandy and liberate uh, Eindhoven, right? And it's keep saying home by Christmas, home by Christmas, right? And that just make me remember that LCS I was on where like they was like, yeah, we're going to be home by Christmas. <laughs> by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't, you know, it nope. ain't happened. It ain't happened for them. It happened for me. I was home, but they, you know, the, the crew stayed. But um, Easy Company, right? Yo, they was ready to put hands on Sobel when they saw Sobel again. You saw what happened yeah, when Sobel came back man. up? They was like, oh shit, it's just, you know, and they was like, yeah, that's Sobel. Because what the first thing he tried to do is get in somebody's yeah, ass. Yeah, first time, first time <laughs> like, he get like, there. Like, you, you know you know what you've done. But and then he, then he brought it motorcycle. Then, But he did bring it back to his new job, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got like, when they when they went out in town, right? It was crazy because they go out, you know, they go in this town and they getting celebrated, right? Like we celebrating the fact that Americans are here to liberate us. I got like liberty vibes at first. Like, you know, we partying, we trying to find women to, you know, kiss or whatever's going on out in town. But then that shit changed so quick when they went around the corner and you saw the girls getting their like hair cut off their head yeah, because it was crazy. they like, you know, uh made out with Germans or they, you know, had relationships with Germans and stuff like that. For the whole time we there, right? But we can't find the Germans. Right? Did you see how big that block of chocolate was that he gave the little kid? <laughs> <laughs> That just caught me. Like yeah. that was a big ass chocolate yeah, bar, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was a big ass chocolate bar. But you you brought up the fu- the fact that he told the dude, you know, the British dude about the tank. And um, and my thought was like, you see what happened when you have a plan. You know what I mean? Because the enemy, right at the time, the Germans, they had a plan. So we went in there without the upper hand, and they had coverage. They had everything they needed, right? Um, and then my question I got like is how expensive was this show? You know what I mean? Like. This was a pretty expensive show. Like, this was a grand, like, an epic scale of a show, right? Um, and then, like, uh, the dude that was talking all that shit in the beginning, you saw him curled mm-hmm. over in the corner? Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah. Yeah. And then one of the things that the older guy said in the beginning of the show when he was like, I hated seeing replacements because I never wanted to see them die yeah right it ain't really like because the the opening sequence ain't really hit me like all the other ones did right but when james mcavoy died in that scene it did i'm like damn i went back to that thought you know what i'm saying um but yo i want to say i'm so glad we did we did this band of brothers because i kind of want to go to another show after this yeah i was thinking the same Um, thing but speaking of the i I like that we did yeah yeah. speaking of that guy man like because we know him right what his name again you just said his name James McAvoy. Jack, so Professor this X. guy is like, you know, we, he's known, right? And I'd be damned yeah. if he ain't make it through half of the damn movie, man. The show, man. I was like, what? Yeah, he, I thought he was he, on one episode. I, that was his only yeah, episode. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like finna take over some type of role like, yeah. and do some stuff. But and, that was, I mean, but that was before <laughs> he was like big, right? Yeah. But then S- Sergeant Randleman, right? Old boy from um, The Walking Dead, right? You know, the dude for The Walking Dead, Randleman. Remember he, you know, he get the wound, you know, yeah. Uh, patched up and then he got the bloody napkin. He had to go, you know, toe to toe. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> yeah, to go toe to toe with the dude, man. You know, but you know, at the end of the day, we had to we had to retreat, right? And I appreciate the fact that the show highlighted a battle that we lost. Yeah, you know, a, a significant yeah. battle that we did not win. Yeah. Like we had to get the hell up out of there. So I, I definitely appreciate that the show, you know, did that. And eventually we'll review the show. Like these just kind of highlights. I think after we finish, we'll actually give our thoughts on the show. But right now, man, this is killing it right now. Incredible show. Killing it right now. Incredible, man. Definitely, man. Yeah, so Jay, definitely, man. You get a chance, man. Go back, watch it, man. It's a great show. Yeah, I, I, I definitely need to, man. Um, and I've you know, I've looked at it a few times on HBO Max. I just don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, when I'm home, I like to spend time, you know, my four-year-old, and I don't know if I wanna want her to watch it you know i gotta sneak off yeah. to watch ozark you know um so i actually <laughs> i put that on when i'm it's it's actually a toss-up between your guys's podcast and ozark uh when i'm at the gym you know what i mean yeah. so i'll i'll i'll, I'll, I'll uh, appreciate that man. yeah but, i appreciate uh, being tossed up against ozark man i already finished ozark but uh um you know hey uh before you know you guys wrap up man i just want to tell you like I think what you guys are doing here is awesome, man. I, I really do. Like I, the, 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 the shows I enjoy the most, even though I get real frustrated and not at, not at the show, but I cannot believe some of these things that uh, sailors have expressed that still happens in our Navy, but um, is the shows you do with these junior sailors, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'll tell you the one that's the, the one that's out in, in the law firm right now, like, like, dude, look, look what they, you know, look what they went out and did. Um, but I think those are the, I think those are the best shows you guys have. Like, honestly, yeah. like, just, just me talk, don't get me wrong, man. Like the ones about fleet temps and um, the boards and all that, 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 that's awesome information too. Like that's real talk and those people coming on and doing these things, but just lit for me. And, and again, this is just me speaking right for me. Uh, anytime you have the junior sailors on here um, that talk about their experiences and stuff, like I learn from those. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Like this thing's really still happen on the ships. Like, you know, and then I go back and I'm like, did because obviously if, it, if it's happening on one ship, it's happening on another ship. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, am I missing something? Like, you know, and when I go through on my daily things with the with with the sailors and I go down and I start talking to them, like, I'll start I'll start hitting at questions. You know what I mean? Like, because I want to know, like, do we have this kind of culture or these kinds of things in our uh, in our command? Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, and I, I can't like I can sit here and listen to a three hour mm-hmm. podcast of you two. Uh, and you're talking to, and you're talking to sailors cause it's always different, right? If you don't yeah. have the same agenda day in, day out, and you let them tell their story and then you do, you ask those questions, right? You're not sitting there saying, well, did you try this? You know what I mean? Well, why didn't you yeah, try right, that? Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's not like, and right. I, I think that's yeah. what I, that's because what it's I their like. story, right. you know, it's their yeah. story. Yeah. Exactly. And you give them the opportunity to talk. And <clears throat> that's like I said, for, for them that are, that are listening, I learned from those things. Like you, your voice is being heard. Right. Like, I'm sorry I wasn't there during that time frame, but your voice is being heard for other sailors right now. So thanks, man. So I like it, man. I I do. I like it. Like you guys, you guys, you guys took my podcast virginity, right? Like you're the first ones, <laughs> you're the first podcast I listen. Now, now I start listening to Don't Give Up the Shit, you know, these kinds of things like that. But uh, but I like it, man. So yeah. I, I, I appreciate what you guys do. I think the sailors do too, man. Like I like a place where they can come. They can talk, they can vent, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. Like when Damon first told me you guys were doing permission to speak freely, right? I'm thinking, oh man, like P 
people are going to come on here and start bashing things, right? And <laughs> Damon's like, man, you know, me. I'm not going to let no kids come on here and bash the Nate, you know. Um, but you guys set an environment, and I think it helps, right? Like, I, I do. I think it helps them get some things off their chest. And as these other sailors are listening, like, yeah, I'm going through that right now, too. Like, oh, this person went through this, and this is how they did it, you know? Because a lot of them, they don't uh, they don't feel comfortable coming and talking to us, you know? And that's a yeah. problem. That's a, that's a gap we got to close, right? And we work on that every day. But uh, uh, but I think shows like this help them. They, they, it helps them see that we're human. You know what I mean? Yeah, it helps them, you know, and, and for the fact that you two sit here uh, and listen to this and facilitate this, uh, man, that's huge, man. Like, I, th- I think y'all are doing a good thing here. Yeah. Hey, Jay, man, we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you, you know, being a guest the second time around. So, yeah. you know, hey, yeah, you know we got it. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we got it right this time, but we appreciate you being a guest. We also appreciate you, you know, you being a listener, man, especially as a CMC. And, you know, that's like, that's pretty much the goal of all of this is to have those conversations and then get them to the ears of the people that, you know, can actually, you know, make some impacts with some of the information that we do have. Like we said, we want to always ask more questions than we can answer. You know what I'm saying? And it's like Damon has said a few times and you already said a few times. It's so many different answers for so many yeah. different, you know, things. So I know Damon, you know, appreciate your friendship. And um, I just appreciate the guidance. I appreciate the mentorship. And just know if I got any questions, man, I might, hey. you know, I'm going to be hitting you up. <laughs> Hit me up anytime. Hey, so I did have, I told you I was going to drop one last question on you, right? Uh, when are we going to see your package, man? For uh, for command? Yeah. It's coming soon, man. Okay. Like, uh, you know, SE, it's coming real soon. It's coming okay. soon. All right. Hey, when you want to sit offline and, 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 and have some chats about that, man, hey, my phone's always on, brother. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. man, with further ado, man, go freaking Niners, freaking man. Niners. Super Bowl time, baby. There you already go. know what it is, man. You know? Um, other than that, man, hey, thank you, Jay. Hey, man, thank you for coming on, hey, man. Thanks, bro. Um, yeah, we'll talk offline, man. Okay. All right, brother. I'm out.